Hey there, are you desperate? Are you reckless enough to throw away the black woman in your life for a white girl with hoop earrings and the rhythm of a drunk telegraph operator? Hi, I'm Derek. You might remember me from Save the Last Dance. Now, after the first semester of college, for some reason, Sarah stopped returning my calls, and my letters, and my emails. But that didn't stop me from looking for the woman that I deserve. And that's why I founded the Pick Me Academy. At the Pick Me Academy, you'll learn all the skills you need to be the most basic that you can be. Classes include, I'm not like the others, I bet he won't do this, liking all her posts, and I didn't want to be the one to tell you, but he's got three kids. The Pick Me Academy is now enrolling for 2022, and we've got great guest instructors like Joe and Jason Dorillo. As a great poet once said, don't be a lame, you know the game and how it goes, we're trying to get shows. Disclaimer, the Pick Me Academy is not responsible for the black woman who can and will rightfully beat your ass. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of White People Won't Save You. This is the podcast where we deconstruct these white savory movies and then we recontextualize them and reexamine them through a black and POC lens. I'm Jordan Clark. And I'm Cameron Mason. And we've got we've got a, we've got one that I think a lot of people have been asking for and kind of like wondering about. I feel like this one was definitely among the more confrontational movies. They were like, oh, make sure you include this one. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's a there's like a lineage of these movies that have kind of like cropped up. It's like its own. <laughs> there's multiple genres. Right. So we've got like sports movie. We've got uh, like teacher school movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've got obviously like civil rights or like, you know, like His- black black suffrage movie. Yeah. Right? Historical um, film. Historical drama. Right. And then there's like a whole like general sense or tone of just like white white person enters unfamiliar space learns fish out of water lesson right 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 (laughs) and this and this fits those but also fits dance yeah film right because there's a couple (laughs) of these that we're gonna get to we're gonna get to all of them at some point but we've already done breaking (laughs) and now we've got another one but before we tell you what the movie is we should introduce our guest who is is doing a lot of cool things i feel like we we get a lot of cool and interesting people on here but i feel like you're probably we had one filmmaker before mm. yes um but barathon mm-hmm. but i don't think we've had any other filmmakers so it's nice to have somebody who's like also you're not not just a filmmaker but somebody who's like st- studying this for real so I'll, I'll go ahead and introduce our guests and then i'll we'll, we can run down everything that they're up to but uh, our guest today is uh ifanyi awachie perfect yeah <laughs> yeah Killing it. Yeah. Uh, Fanny, how are you? I'm doing great. It's great to be on with you both. So excited. Yes. Yeah. But as I was kind of alluding to, I mean, you're you're doing a lot of things right now. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you kind of run down yeah. what people need to know about you. Yeah, sure. So I'm currently a PhD student at NYU Tisch, studying cinema studies, as you alluded to a moment ago. 
Um, I also shot my first film this year. Um, it's a short film called This Thing Is Not For You. Thank you, thank you. Yes, yes. Um, yes, and it's um, due to um, be finished by the end of the year. We're in post now. So nice. studying film, making film, I also have a background in the arts um, and I kind of do all things related to um, African arts and culture um, in particular. And of course, black art, black film, um, and all kinds of creative expression. That's me. Woo. Well, and I also wanted to ask you about, you You are running an African arts festival, the African Salon. Mm-hmm. Sounds very interesting. I'd like to know a little bit more about that, if you could tell us. Yeah, sure. I started Africa Salon um, at Yale University, where I was an undergrad. Um, when I was a student, we didn't have any cultural programming related to Africa, unless it had to do with kind of artifacts in the Yale Art Gallery. And so I was like, Africa is a living and breathing place with a multitude of different countries and cultures. Like, let's talk about that. Let's give it the same scholarly attention and space that we give to European arts and and history and um, contemporary, you know, attention to contemporary society and contemporary questions. So um, I came up with this idea for an interdisciplinary celebratory space because I really wanted us to talk about African culture in an uplifting way and not in terms of like poverty and corruption and you know all the issues that people like to talk about when it comes to Africa. Um, and so I founded this festival um, and um, ran it for um, a couple of years at Yale um, and then um, went on to develop it as a company. Um, and so it's established as a company in the UK where I lived and worked for the past few years. And it's currently, um, it currently takes the form of my broad curatorial practice. So I do a number of different projects under this umbrella of Africa Salon. Um, and at the moment, we're kind of like taking time to imagine what's next for the platform. And like, um, especially in this like post-quarantine moment, like how to bring people together, how to keep this mission mm-hmm. of like giving African arts and culture a platform um, in dynamic ways. For sure. That sounds terrific. That sounds oh. amazing. Thank you. Yeah, definitely we'll be on the lookout for for that when you guys get that back up and going because that sounds necessary, right? Yeah. I mean, as you were alluding to, there's definitely a perception about Africa and African art and really a lot of the African art that you do see mm-hmm. when you go to museums is like, look at this from, you know, whatever BC or, mm-hmm. you know, such a long time ago. And I mean, one, it's it's stolen, right? Right. Like it's probably belongs back in Africa, but yep. also, <laughs> you know, it's 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 presented in a way that's like, yeah, they used to do art, and it's right. like, no, 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 like they're still doing things now. Like you right. should check in on that because there's a lot happening. Africa is not like mm-hmm. it's a it's a continent, right? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of different places, right? But like, <laughs> I think a lot of people still have a very backwards perception about you know, Africa and the things that go on there. So I think any kind of like cultural exhibition that is showing mm-hmm. all of the wonderful things that, you know, Africa has to to show. Mm-hmm. Specifically, if we're talking about like a broad diaspora yeah. version, right? You know, yeah. where like even here in America, you know, mm-hmm. us black people have, you know, probably still backwards perception about Africa, mm-hmm. specifically if we haven't been very much so, so. it's nice to have very that that so. cross diaspora exchange as well so mm-hmm. uh you know thank you for for putting that on and like oh. definitely yeah looking looking forward to see you know where you take that in the future thank you so um, much yeah but all all of that's you know <laughs> praiseworthy and you know very very 
cool to, to talk about and think about. Mm-hmm. The movie that you chose, though, mm-hmm. not horrible, but there's a lot of things to speak about. Oh, you yes. know what I mean? Like, I, there's a lot of things to get into. So tell everybody about yeah. the movie that you chose. Yeah. So the movie I chose was Save the Last Dance, um, uh, which is as you said, a really interesting movie. Um, You mentioned um, before Jordan not having seen it before. I saw it, I've now seen it twice. I watched it last night in preparation for today. And the first time I saw it um, was when I was a kid and my reaction to the film that time versus now, of course, is just starkly different. Like, like, I really liked the film when I was younger. And I think Mm. I really identified a lot with the main character um somehow and then of course watching it um you know as an adult like I could not stop cringing um but it's really interesting it's a really interesting film because the writer kind of gives certain black perspectives on the the story that the film presents he kind of gives those perspectives voice but then kind of like contains those perspectives by the end of the film too you know so he Mm -hmm. kind of like the film kind of centers around this like interracial relationship between this white girl from you know the very christian suburbs um um, and this um, black man from inner city chicago and so the film kind of like allows one of the black women characters at one point to um voice you know her um reasons for uh, not supporting, you know, specifically white women and black men dating. Um, and she makes a really valid point, right? She's like, you, there's only so many like black men who are like able to transcend these like difficult circumstances that we're in, in the inner city. And you, this white woman have like taken one of them, right? But then by the end of the film, the the script has this woman apologize for this opinion. And um, I think it's it's one of many examples that we see of Black women or issues with inter- interracial dating being positioned as something, as a hangup that Black women have, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's, it's complex. It's complex. It's spicy. Black women. Yes. Black women, maybe not on the whole, but like a lot of Black women I've I've seen talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. It. Rightfully so. Uh, yeah. Cameron, is this a movie that you had seen before? No, no, no. I actually <laughs> I avoided it for some reason. I just I don't know. I didn't see the I didn't see it. It wasn't that kind of thing for me. I've always been a yeah. person who's like into like bizarre comedy movies instead of like teen dramas. Like yeah. I wasn't interested. So mm-hmm. but I always knew like I, well. I guess I can say that over the years, I felt like I had missed like a benchmark of some sort. Like everybody was just like, oh, save the last dance. Remember? Oh, and then, <laughs> then the memories that it sparked for these people. And I was like, I guess I missed out on something. And then seeing yeah. it now, I was like, oh, my God, I can see why you, you thought you missed out on something or right. you thought I missed out on something. But woof. <laughs> Yeah. Well, cool. I think I was in I was in the same space as you because like I thinking back, you know, when this movie came out, I was you know, like a young teen, like 11, 12, right. like this is 2001, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um and so 
I was looking up the movies that came out that year because I was like, what came out to like, what was I probably watching instead of this? What was I on? 2001 is wild (laughs) as far as movies go. Like I like I there's a whole IMDb page that tells you every movie that came out in 2001. I got to page two. (laughs) And these are all the movies that I found. Hit hit me with some. Like, yeah. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Definitely saw it. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Hell yeah. Yep. Mulholland Drive. I didn't see it then. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Spirited Away, Donnie Darko, yep. Shrek, yeah. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. Black Hawk Down, yep. Legally Blonde, Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. The Royal mm-hmm. Tannenbaums, uh, E2 Mama Tambien. Oh, this is a great year for Fa- movies. Yeah. The Fast and the Furious, The Mummy Returns, <laughs> Training Day, Amelie, Monsters Inc., Amelie. AI, Monsters Ball, Vanilla Sky, Pearl Harbor, Scary Movie 2, Gosford Park, Ali, Lara Croft, Zoolander, Ghost Ooh. World, Rush Hour 2, yeah. oh. Osmosis Jones, Super Troopers, How High, oh, Wow, The Man Who Wasn't There, Baby Boy, Josie oh, and the Pussycats, and Castaway. Yes. <laughs> yeah, these are these are great. This is a great <laughs> list. It really is. <laughs> and again, I was just like, what? Wait a minute. All these movies came out? And like, to give you a... I think these are the movies that I probably saw in theaters. Mm-hmm. I definitely saw Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Definitely saw Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, definitely saw Shrek. Mm-hmm. Saw Moulin Rouge. I think I saw Zoolander um, actually in the theaters. That was that was more my I, speed. Yeah, I think I saw Zoolander in the Royal Tenenbaums. Um, I saw that for sure. Yeah. I saw Ali. I saw Ali um, in the theater. Yeah. Saw Ha Hai, uh, <laughs> and saw saw Josie and the Pussycats specifically yeah. for Rosario Dawson. Makes sense. Yes. So yes. <laughs> valid. Valid. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, Save the Last Dance comes out in the midst of all this right and so for those who aren't aware this is uh Dwayne Adler's like first big film Dwayne Adler is the director and creator who would go on to do all of the step up movies right like he created the step up verse I guess Um, (laughs) and like so this was kind of his first shot at it right and so this Mm. is this is an MTV productions when MTV had the pull to like make a movie and like put it in theaters right mm-hmm. and it had a budget of 13 million <sighs> it goes good. on to make 131.7 million well, wow right? so like this yeah. movie did it, numbers it was a um, moment like i i i just missed mm-hmm. out i knew i had missed out yeah. on something crucial because everyone saw it uh-huh yeah everyone saw it and it was like a moment for the whole year remember like it all led up mm-hmm. to the teen choice awards that year the movie yep. awards or whatever that mtv did and mm-hmm. that was like a whole deal, and they won like best kiss, and that was yeah. a huge deal. Hey. Yeah, there's <laughs> one of my favorite uh, Family Guy jokes is uh, studio audience sounds, and one of them is uh, ethnic kiss, which is, uh huh, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that was that was the year of ethnic kiss, pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, um. Well, it it stars. Uh, a couple of people who have gone on to do varying things, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got Julia Stiles, right? Yep. Got Sean Patrick Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Fredo Starr. Who was yep. also, by the way, king of the ethnic kiss. Uh, yeah. Because, like, he goes on to star in Cruel Intentions, like, right after that, which is a movie I saw. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that that movie is just all about that. That movie explodes that and tries to make that weird and, like, sexy, but just... Yeah. Males just horribly. Wow. Uh, it also stars Carrie Washington mm-hmm. and Bianca Lawson. So there's like 
so many different people that you're like, oh yeah, you, 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 and you're so young and like, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's a really interesting movie to watch specifically mm-hmm. for the first time, mm-hmm. specifically as an adult. Cause you're just like, wow. You know, this is <laughs> very much, we made a lot of these teen movies, you know, in the, in the two thousands, so like this was definitely the high point for it. So yeah. like, obviously this is not, this is a movie that was made, for cinema right like this is definitely like a movie that's made to like let's get the kids in there's mm-hmm. going to be some dancing some kissing you know some like mm-hmm. cw level like drama right and then we're going to get you out of here on this like up uplifting note i yeah. guess but like as we'll discuss and cameron's about to break down for us and our and our five minutes of white bullshit like we're gonna <laughs> think about really like how this movie is problematic right but also just like trying to think about like this again this genre of film right Mm -hmm. because like it's it seems very strange to me how this continually seems to be a thing of like Mm -hmm. specifically ballet dancer Mm. comes into hip-hop world and like it's automatically like a how could these things ever combine you know and (laughs) this is crazy like ballet and hip-hop like this is with like very clear like racial connotations of like what you're trying to say with that Mm -hmm. right right and then also like the dancing in this movie which we'll talk about (laughs) oh i got a lot of questions but cam let's let's get into your your summary here all right you have again claimed and i'm not i'm not this isn't casting any doubt (laughs) but you've again claimed that you can do it in five you you feel confident you can do it so give me i actually do i wrote it out Give me an estimate. Like, what? what is your... Is it five? Like, like over under? Five? Yeah. I'm going to say over 30 seconds at most. Okay. Nice. All right, let me know when you're ready. All right. Whew. All right, let's do it. All right, and go. All right, so it's present day. is 2001, and Sarah Johnson is... Who is played by Julia Stiles, is a young ballet dancer who who is living on the suburbs of Chicago. You said the Christian suburbs of Chicago. And Sarah's mom is working really hard at her job, filling out forms or whatever. And Sarah's got an audition for the famed Juilliard School coming up. And she wants her mom to, to be there, to be at the audition. By the way, I'm an actor, so this that doesn't happen. Uh, but <laughs> she's like, mom, come to the audition. But she can't because work. So somehow mom tries her best to make it work in her busy schedule, but she dies in a car crash that we have to see for some reason. <laughs> Sarah then falls at the audition. She she falls mid-audition and like somehow they, they cut it together so it's almost like the vibes came through her and she, she sh- shuddered at the last moment. It's so bizarre. And so she falls at the audition. Obviously she doesn't get, get the gig and she blames this on herself. All right, so cut to Sarah has to move to the South Side Chicago to stay with her estranged jazz music, white jazz musician father. Mm. Uh, it is here that she has to attend a mostly black inner city high school for her senior year. And in English class, she's wearing glasses now and she's regaling students of theories on Truman Capote. And not to be outdone, young Georgetown hopeful Derek played by Sean Patrick Thomas, King of the Ethnic Kiss, schools her on some James Baldwin all of a sudden, and boom, they got sexual chemistry for some reason. All right, so <laughs> whatever. So during lunch, Sarah makes this makes really fast friends with uh, Derek's sister, Chanel, 
played by young Kerry Washington. And the rest of the gang, there's the funny guy, Snooky. There's the hood white girl, Diggy. There's, we have the ageless Bianca Lawson uh, as Nikki, Derek's scorned ex. Uh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what would a 90s slash 2000s hood movie be without your boy, Fredro? Okay. <laughs> as the thug nigga Malachi. All right. <laughs> Who has a random job he's got to do and he's going to need Derek's help. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All right. So one night, Chanel's out and she wants to go to the club and she wants to bring Sarah. So when they get there, the music starts playing. Boom. And Sarah's like out of her element. She's like, what's going on? I'm worried, but she's not deterred. Okay. She starts getting a taste for this hip hop stuff. And Derek takes about, uh, sees this and he's like, yo, can I ask you out, Ma, whatever? And they decide they go to the ballet one night. They go to the ballet and Sarah loves it. They kiss. Uh, it's ethnic. Uh, but <laughs> they also get to the idea that they should incorporate some of this hip hop into Sarah's ballet and to quote Sarah, create a whole new genre. All right. Mm. So they go back to the club and they blow everybody's minds with their new art form. And everybody loves it except for Nikki, who's a hater. And she starts <laughs> sliding up all on Derek. But Derek's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got I'm, I'm interested in other things. You, you can't do that to me. Uh, so next day in uh, gym class, Nikki and Sarah fight because Sarah's not one to take this lightly. Nikki, but Nikki doesn't like this vanilla wafer trying to get all up in her chocolate, you know. <laughs> so later, Chanel explains black people to Sarah <laughs> and decides to break. And then she decides to break up with Derek as a result. Uh, but not but not before Derek d- agrees to do Malachi's like vague hood shit like a drive-by or a run-up or you know whatever it's it's so vague that when they when you see it it's just vague it's just vague you don't know what happens but none of this actual fallout stuff happens because everybody explains to each other why they were a hater uh chanel salty because you know her ain't shit nigga ex kenny who can't take care of the kid uh sarah's still mad and she can't quite dump Derek, but doesn't want to you know, but she does warn him not to do that hood shit, hood rat shit with his friends, you know? <laughs> so Sarah just wants somebody to be at her Juilliard audition. Somebody that loves her. You know, we got the tears going, all right? And the movie ends with, by what a finale, by the way, uh, just batshit foolishness. Uh, Derek goes all the way across town to tell Malachi he's out of this hood rat shit. Meanwhile, Sarah's dad takes her to the audition and she starts to dance and she slips again. Oh no, will it be just like last time? Oh no. But then in the theater bursts, Derek also never happens in auditions and they literally talk it out on stage in front of the auditioners. Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) The judges allow this entire thing to happen for some reason. She She reveals to the room their new ballet hip hop fusion which, of course, they're stunned by this weak, unseasoned slop. <laughs> One of the judges lowers his glasses and says, I'm not actually allowed to say this, but uh, welcome to Juilliard, little lady. Movie over. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> that shit is crazy. Okay, what did I do? I think I did it. So, you, you were under your over... But still over five minutes. Oh, so no. you got it in five five twenty. Five twenty. Okay. Okay. So twenty seconds over. But that's that's what we've done. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so up. We're getting close. And I think I hit close. just about oh for sure. Every yeah. major scene that happens. 
what a film, right? What? Like, I, like <laughs> what film? I I came out of this feeling a lot of things, but yeah. I will say this now. We might as well just get into this part because, like, they told us that Julia Styles could dance, <laughs> but all I gotta say is, Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my, my god. god. <laughs> Stop fucking lying. I mean, come on. Oh my god. It's <laughs> come on. This movie is crazy because you know what it did? You know what it did? It enabled mm. a lot of bad dance. Right. And it enabled a lot of like young women. So, sorry. I mean, it's it, the movie's aimed at y'all. Go, it's, it's, go with it. Yeah. But it, the, it enabled a lot of young women to be artistic. Wait, no, 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 no. What, what kind of women are you talking about? Cameron? It enabled these young specific. white women. <laughs> <laughs> okay continue <laughs> to just wild out with these unseasoned dance steps and like just and, and, and the movie says that it's mind-blowing but mm-hmm. you're actually watching yeah. it with your eyes and you <laughs> there is nothing exciting about any of it it's yeah. it's it's so like made up by a five-year-old that it's like mm-hmm. yikes well here's the thing so very much in the same way that <laughs> And breaking, there's the scene where she just rolls up, like on Santa Monica, oh, yeah, on the pier, pier, like, and they're and they're all just like break dancing, and and they're like, go ahead, Kelly, go ahead and get in the circle, and she just starts doing some like interpretive ballet shit, and everybody's right. like, oh, Kelly, and then they go to the club, right, and then she starts doing that again, and it was like, oh my god, Kelly, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> same thing here, uncooked chickens moves, just whoa, but then she, yep. so Sarah comes into this club, right, which. Very confusing because clearly it's not a teen club, but it's a no, grown it's an adult, club for adults. Grown and sexy situation because they have to get fake IDs to get in there. <laughs> um, and they clear. I mean, I know everybody in this movie is not a teenager. Julia Stiles was actually nineteen when they made this yeah. movie, but like nobody else is nineteen, right? <laughs> so like they all look like they belong in there, except for maybe her. But yeah, it's like there's a part where she gets on the floor and they're like, "Go, Sarah! Go, Sarah!" And I'm just like. Go what Sarah? <laughs> Even the background no, actors are giving like the best performances of their life because like there's yeah. no way you saw that and were like I want more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because then Nikki gets on the floor and she's like I'm about to cook wipe her the, ass. Wipe the so floor I'm with to get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean, so but yeah, I, I guess that's kind of like the whole premise of the movie is already blown out the water because like clearly and who knows right S- similar similar to kelly and breaking yeah she may have been a good dancer right like sure. in that abstract like you know g- like good for juilliard good to do like ballet and like all this stuff but when it comes to doing and this is a, a very bland version of like hip-hop dance yeah. right but it's oh, like it, i don't even know if it's see let's get into this all right let's let's okay. save the last dance real quick because right. <laughs> let's do it <laughs> yeah because this dance this is and i'm talking about the the dance at the end of the movie oh, spoiler no. alert let's go all the way to the end all right let's get into this choreography has anyone ever seen anything like this in like a music video even right no i mean it's a whole that sequence itself is maybe the wildest thing in the movie because yeah. one, it's I keep making these correlations to Breakin, but I think it's true in the sense that like the end of Breakin, right, still doesn't make any sense because it's basically Turbo and Ozone are going with Kelly to a 
what looks to be a musical theater audition, right? So like, they're they're <laughs> auditioning hat, for top hats and tails. I think you're on the right. right they're auditioning for a, a musical theater production, which it's very clear that Turbo and Ozone don't want to do. Like that's not what they're they punching do. They above their weight. That. Right. This is what Kelly does. Right. Like this is she's kind of using them as like a way to to bolster her you know profile. Right. Mm. Sarah is auditioning for Juilliard, mm-hmm. the premier dance school in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think specifically for ballet, right? Like yeah. I think that's what she's yeah. going there for. Well, you're literally across the across the plaza. If you're going to school at Juilliard, you're across the plaza from the most prestigious ballet in America, mm. the yeah. New York City Ballet. Right. But she's going. She's going to this audition, doing some weird hip hop ballet. Yeah. It's hybrid. It's not even hip hop. It's. I'm. I'm. You know so, what? Actually, and I, I'm sorry. I, I feel bad. For, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. This is like where podcasts and like the reality of the truth don't really meet. But like, what's the like? She put her hand on her hand and then like did a, like a little bunny hop and thought that was like a half a move. Oh yeah. That move is like offensive to me. That move is <laughs> offensive so to me. She does that, right? <laughs> as at, at, at halfway through Derek r- like runs in. Runs in. During her audition. Busts in runs from the on back. stage. Yep. Says, "Yo, like we got to talk da 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 da." She's yep. like, "No, I'm doing my audition, you know, whatever." <laughs> then after comes back on stage, looks at the people at Juilliard in their like, faces. If you don't take her, you're crazy. Yep. Like, did you see that? Like that was it's like what? <laughs> like he I mean he would have been thrown out. Thrown out. She would have been uh, arrested by multiple police. Yeah. She would have been thrown out too. Yeah, right? she, the credibility of her audition is just like God. yeah, just in the in the toilet. Or is it is it increased because She's been doing these hip hop influenced moves, and now she has a real life black man coming in to let the white people know that yeah, she right. has in fact nailed those. No, moves. she's got a hype man. He's her authenticating document. He's yeah. like her. He is her. Oh. You know? <laughs> wow, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've never. I did not even think about it like that. <laughs> he is her. He is her authenticating document. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It, it did work because she did get in. Like they were just yep. like, oh, all right, yeah. No, good. they like, they had to break the rules. Yep. To tell her how good she was, th- th- to oh. tell her that she got into the school. Pack your bags. Pack your bags. Pack your bags. You're going Sarah. to, you're going to ju- Yeah, you're going to Hollywood. Right. But it's it's also oh. because like it's the dance, right? Like we're gonna get into a lot of the other like complicated, messy parts of this movie. But like, sure. here's the thing: just from a from a filmmaker, we're all you know film people here. Yes. Uh-huh. From a filmmaking perspective, right? Yes. Right. When those dance montages start, right, like they're training together, mm. it like comes out of nowhere. It's not explained. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what's happening. I don't know why they're doing it. Like all of a sudden, yeah, they never say dancing. like, I'm, "Let me help you." Let's meet yeah. after school. He does. It's just like so. He does. Oh, he does. After they after they first go to the club and she like makes a fool of herself, he's like, "Do you maybe want to meet?" It's the first thing you hear, even before he says like, "You know, did you have a good time tonight?" He's like. Mm-hmm. Would you maybe want to meet after school? I could teach you some moves. My question is, who, what black person have you ever met who said to a white person, like, let me teach you, let me give you hip hop? <laughs> yeah. You're a well, thousand percent correct about that because we'd be like, too busy laughing. Right. All right, hold up. <laughs> Can we talk yeah. for a minute? <laughs> 
Can we talk about Derek? Because <laughs> Derek has the most pick me energy <sighs> of oh, any wow. like wow character in one of these interracial like date movies that I've ever seen. Right, Yikes. he throws it. <laughs> all away mm-hmm. for sarah he is he would have he would have snitched on harriet right like <laughs> if she was trying to get him free he is the dude in that plantation like a wedding announcement <sighs> card you seen that yes, picture yes. Where, like the yeah he's that dude. yeah he's got that energy because oh, yeah. like every turn he is like you don't know sarah you don't mm-hmm. know like i love her yeah like, and it's just like oh, well first of all she just got here she must have been there for like, how long do you think this movie takes place over? Dude, that's the next afternoon. I, I bet that's like her first sem- day at school. The James Baldwin But it's like a semester of school, right? You would say like, this is probably like a handful of months at most. Right. Yeah. Right? She's not there for like a full year at this school. Right. No. And so like on site, they have this <laughs> like, almost like a meet cute debate moment right. where they're like talking about like Truman Capote and he's like you don't know what you're talking about does it like let me let me tell you what i know about just general history and politics yeah, right? yeah. And so she's Ugh. like kind of threatened i think honestly initially, it's but then- honestly it's real high school english class energy though which is like yeah. i read this and you didn't and let me tell you yeah. about it oh my god <laughs> that's like she- that's definitely what some ap english energy going on there totally. <laughs> poor carrie washington then has to like yep cape up for her it's very unclear why they are friends yeah like i don't know why chenille and sarah are friends in this movie at all because like (laughs) there's no impetus for it right like she sees her pass her she sees him pass by yeah and like she's like i could teach her a thing or two i guess i don't know i I think you could i think we could argue that carrie washington chenille and derek are magical negroes i'm gonna go oh yeah 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 i think we should go there yeah, yeah, like because as we're saying, there's no substantial reason why Chanel would be feeling this girl. Sa- like, what's really at all against Sarah? She is dry as yeah, hell. Sarah, <laughs> right. she is a box of saltines. She's a box of saltines. <laughs> Chanel is super fine. Her hair is cute. Yep. She's popular. She has friends. She's street mm-hmm. savvy. Why on earth would she be not only nice to this white girl, but trying actively to embed her in her group of friends? She's like introducing her to the girl. She defends her. Uh, you know, isn't there already a girl. white girl in their group? Too? They already got hey, quota. They're already at quota. She got to feel some type of way that, like, uh, on site, they're just like, we got a replacement. Like, we got to get you out. Yeah. Of here. I need like, I need at least one scene of like Diggy just like in the corner, like, you know, I don't like her that much. Right. You know? <laughs> I- I don't know. I don't know how she ended up here, but I don't like it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it is like every scene, right? It's kind of justifying Sarah yeah. and like trying to make it seem as if not only is she important, right? right. Like important in the sense that like, oh, like the, they, what are they going to do without Sarah? Like they have right. to, like Sarah yeah. has to come to the club with them. She has to. Yep. She she gives their life spice. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a real antagonistic energy between basically her and all the black women in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's it centers around her relationship with Derek, right? Yeah. And Derek again is basically just like, I know you're my sister. <laughs> I know you're, you know, this woman that I dated for however long their relationship was going on for. Mm-hmm. But I'm a you can get out of here, right? <laughs> I'm gonna push y'all to the side. I'm a stiff arm, y'all. I'll give you the Marshawn stiff arm and face like, mush. get with <laughs> Right, get with Sarah, 
because reasons like it's never like it'd be one thing if they had a dance class together yeah and we saw sarah dance and he was like "Ooh, okay yeah. like, i'm into that or it'd be one thing if like you know because sarah has a moment where i forget who's who's the the dj friend no, oh, uh, snooki 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 yeah yeah and like he says something and then she like shuts him up and everybody's like, ooh, yeah. Sarah, you know what I mean? Also, how come like... Snooki wasn't like Donald Faison? He, the guy looks like Donald Faison. Right. Like him, yeah. <laughs> Why is he not? Like Donald Faison had already been in Clueless by that time. He wasn't available. He was already too popping. Yeah. You know, they wanted so. him. <laughs> I guess so. Jeez. That's, cr- that's all I thought with him. <laughs> for, oh, for sure. But yeah, I mean. Who wants to who wants to break down this relationship? Because I feel like Boy. there's a lot of things to say. Oy, oy. And I'm really I'm interested in other people's perspective about mm. how all that came off. But maybe if mm. uh, you said that you had a very different reaction. Yes. Like from when you were a child to now. So I mm-hmm. want to hear about how you see this relationship, yeah. you know, then and how you see it now. Yeah. So I like I said before, somehow managed to identify with um, Sarah. And I think part of it is something I was thinking about when you were giving us the summary, Cameron, you know, we see her go through this traumatic experience. So we immediately empathize with her. So, you know, as a child, you know, without my critical lens, you know, I'm thinking, you know, this is the person in the story who I need to empathize with, identify with. But also I think as a kid, I was like, drawn to the simple storyline of someone outside of hip-hop like being um able to kind of learn about this music and um immerse themselves in it and become a part of it um i would go as far as to say that as a young nigerian american kid um who did feel in some ways outside of black culture i kind of identified with that like attraction to and desire to be a part of you know, blackness in this way, like this particular black Mm. cultural expression, right? Mm. Um, But of course, watching the film now, first of all, I'm like, I was so like appalled and like turned off by how formalized hip hop was in the film. Mm. I mean, hip hop Mm. is, is an art, like it deserves like, it has, it has substance, it has, it deserves rigorous attention and everything, but I feel like, um, uh, Derek's approach and I mean ultimately this was a move like you know him teaching our hip-hop is you know he's it's it's it, the only game he has he's like let me show you my blackness so you can like get into this brother you know um <laughs> it's because he's into her that he teaches her about hip-hop but it's just presented in this technical very like distanced way um as this object that anybody can come in and pick right. up Right? I was going to I was going to say that I was going to say yeah. like it's a, like hip hop or blackness, honestly, in yeah. this case, is like a tangible object that you can yeah. transfer from one person to another. And it yeah. is literally like exchangeable in that sense. Totally, totally. Yeah. And yeah, it's I was just thinking when we were, when we were thinking about um, how she's kind of introduced to these social circles at this high school, she comes in really loud and and wrong and really like, <laughs> she's a dick. I mean, she's an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, out the gate. Right. She like immediately has an attitude with Derek. She's immediately rude to um, like, I think one of the girls in the group, she's rude to Snooki mm-hmm. as we established before. She just, she's not, um, she's not treading lightly, right? And yet she's attractive. Like Derek is like into the fact that she can spar with him as disrespectful as she is. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, you know, finesses her way into their world in that way. Mm. 
Um, another thing that's coming to mind is the fact that her dad is a jazz musician. So like she's had the blueprint, she's had the prototype there all along, <laughs> infiltrating black music, black culture and making it, so making right. it her own, right? It's, yeah, it's a mess. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't know if it's intentional because that kind of mm -hmm. thing feels like something the writer was just like, all right, he was yeah. strange, but he was chasing his dreams too. Uh-huh. And it's also like, yeah, it's just it's so there on its face already. You, yeah. you can own it's it's weird though, because I, again, I speak into intentionality. Yeah. Two I mean, two things this movie does, and I you know, I can't say whether or not they realize what they're saying when they do this, right? Mm -hmm. Both Sarah going to the school, right? And I guess her dad's where her dad lives specifically on the south side, but mm -hmm. also right. just in general, it feels like punishment right like it feels mm. like a step down in life yeah for them as two white people you yeah. know what I mean? going to the school because the thing about the school it looks fine right yeah it's just a lot of black people so yeah. i think i don't know what you're trying to tell me about it because like <laughs> yeah i guess malachi is like with the shits and so right so know, like stuff like, like that could happen at the school i guess that, I think right that's what mm. the intention or what's mm. to be assumed you know Mm -hmm. everybody else just seems like regular people you know what i mean like nobody else at that school is like whoa like yeah. not even like stereotypes but even just like you know they're like they're talking about truman capote and like whatever yeah english class that is like and like kids aren't like this isn't dangerous minds right like the kids aren't in the school yeah. like throwing papers at the teacher <laughs> and, like, you know like going wild, here, just teach. like uh -huh. yeah they're all just hanging yeah. out like it seems fine and so like it's a weird implication that she's going to the school because it's not like oh, she doesn't know anybody or like, mm -hmm. oh, like, you know, she's still processing, losing her mom mm -hmm. and there's trauma involved. It's like, what's she going to do with all these black people? Right. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, go to school? Like, I, what's, yeah. what's the, what's, what's happening here? So mm -hmm. I think I, I also want to speak a little bit on, I mean, this is continuing the, the Derek as pick me thread, mm -hmm. but like, we've seen a lot of different white saviors on this show so far. Mm -hmm. And I think, Sarah is maybe the first unintentional savior, right? right? Because she goes to the movie yeah. not really giving a shit about anybody else around her. Like, she right. just kind of comes in, exists, gets what she wants. Mm -hmm. And then, like, when people tell her she's wrong or that they have mm -hmm. a problem with her, pushes back in a very, like, she's about to cry yeah. kind of like, way. My mom died right. <laughs> like that energy just like brimming under yeah. her like that's under the surface yeah. in every scene it's just like yeah. what my yeah. mom died just like <laughs> just ready to just bust with tears a lot of people are saying very real things to her yeah. and she's just kind of like what like what are you talking about like <laughs> i don't you know like there's a scene where derek yeah is well, there's all right. Two scenes with Derek that I want to talk about. Uh -huh. Go, let's go, let's go. The first scene is wild, and this is where I was just like, Derek is going down. Like he's made a he's made a choice. It's a poor choice. It is, and something's going to happen to him because there's the scene on the bus. Uh huh. They're on the bus together. Yeah. There's a white woman looking at them, giving them. Oh my them god! Oh my god! That that look of like I don't approve. Right. This yeah. scene is so Sarah, gross. <laughs> Sarah turns to him and says, "Just go with me." Mm-hmm. Big red flag. Yep. I don't know <laughs> why he was like, oh, yeah, of course. I implicitly trust you in this yeah. situation. And they just start like 
making out making and like in a real handsy and like she like the white woman like t- clutches her purse and her pearls and turns it and it's just like again this movie is skirting around yeah. real issues right so they're trying to present this as like ooh, like people people want to prove of a white Taboo. person and a black mm-hmm. person together Taboo. Right? like this is mm-hmm. this isn't okay but it's mm-hmm. also like this 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 white woman yeah it's very much so in public, like using you yep. almost as a prop, like yes. almost as like a thing to kind of like flaunt and show right. and like almost defy, right? you know, people who, who maybe think that she should be and act a certain way. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know how that scene was intended to come off, but I immediately was like, you're, you're in the sunken place. Like you've, you've descended <laughs> and like, I, you know, I hope somebody can reach you. They never do. But like, mm. that was... <laughs> Yeah, I had feelings about that scene. Right. I feel like Derek performs like a prop in that scene. I feel like the movie just is presenting him as such. Yeah. It's it's so gross and it's all fantasy. Yeah. It's literally yes. there for like, you know, Midwestern white girl teens who are like, oh my God, I've never met a Derek or a Darnell before. Right. <laughs> I wonder right. if they'll make out with me on the subway. Like <sighs> Well, <laughs> yeah, like I want a black male accessory that I can, you know, provoke outrage in other white people with. Like that looks oh my hot. God. hot. <laughs> I'm that with it. So right, yeah, yeah. So again, that's why I'm like, he's definitely that dude in that plantation wedding invitation. Oh yeah, like he's got that energy. But then mm-hmm. there's another scene with Derek where he's trying to explain what's happening with him and Malachi, right? Mm-hmm. And so Sarah's kind of like, why don't you just like stop? being his friend basically right? right like why don't you just stop yeah hanging around with him because he seems dangerous <laughs> right yeah. and i don't think she ever told him about the other wild scene where malachi just yokes her up in the bathroom right. which is just like we know better right yeah. like i don't care how thugnificent you are like you're not gonna <laughs> yoke up the white girl who just came to your school no. in the bathroom with, like little reason maybe 10 percent of five percent of a reason at yeah. best i mean yeah, looking at her menacingly is probably a step too well, far in it, of itself. Wait, but like, what is he? Do- I, I mean, I saw this movie what three weeks ago. So, like, <laughs> what is what's he doing before she? He's gets dealing in drugs. He's dealing drugs. Yeah, just no, straight up. yeah, mm. yeah. And it's just like you better get out of here. You, you ain't seen nothing. I'm going to see shit. Yeah, I'm smack you. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And Malachi is very much so presented as like yeah bizarro Derek. Dude, right? You like, got it's just like you got Fredro for a reason. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany's can't take uh, Malachi home to meet their parents. Yes. They could meet. They could bring Derek. Right. Right. But Malachi, no. Absolutely. But Derek is presented again as this idea of black exceptionalism. He's going like, to Georgetown. He's the best. He's going to Georgetown. He knows mm-hmm. about James Baldwin and mm-hmm. like as he's seventeen or whatever. Like. Yep. He wears pullovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's good enough for her, which is also like, who is Sarah for him to be good enough for her? Exactly. Like, she ain't shit. She ain't really right, up to nothing. Right, so I don't really right. know why she is. he has to meet all these standards for her. Right. Where it's just like, you it's... might get into Juilliard, but like, so might a lot of people. I don't know. Right. Like, I'm not quite sure what he's 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 shooting up for. But mm-hmm. so like, it's this whole scene where she's basically telling him like, yeah, just like, don't be his friend anymore. And she's like, yeah. oh, you don't understand. Like me and Malachi, like we're boys. And like, yeah. You know, like we, good, we like we good. Yeah, yeah, like let me let me handle it. Like, you know, I'm gonna talk to him and you know, all that stuff. But it is a real like 
she's she's coming at it in a way that's like be his friend or not i don't give a shit like why are you talking to me about this where it's just like (laughs) wait what like you know like very much the energy of like i'm not even gonna be here in a few months you know what i mean like you're coming to me with all your problems and like all of these i'm leaving i got stuff to do I have ambition. Yeah. <laughs> right. Even if I'm not going to Juilliard, I'm not going to be here anymore. So, like, right. I'm going to college right. and, like, a good one. So, like, it's just very strange how she's, like, one, posited as the protagonist of this movie. Right. But then also, like, in terms of her white saviorism, because she does, I guess, unintentionally save Derek mm. because he doesn't go with Malachi. Right. Yeah. Right. If, if she but, wasn't there... Yeah. To interfere, to intervene, he right. would have done some hood, chap, hood, hood rat shit with his friends. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like she doesn't care one way or the other. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's that weird breakup they have where it's just kind of like. It's not really a breakup. No. Right. And it's a very CW kind of situation where all of a sudden they're fighting about things. Right. And like, vague language about. It's, it's not so simple. You don't understand, like, about. Yeah. And I'm just like. I mean, okay, fine, sure. whatever. Yeah. But right. like her just whole very casual attitude about everything, because then we really obviously need to talk about the scene that I'm sure everybody's wondering about, <laughs> which is the Carrie Washington scene. Yes. Where Carrie Washington is trying to explain to her why Nikki Bianca Lawson is upset with her mm-hmm. while she while she gave her some hands. Which again, <laughs> let's just before we get into that, Nikki could have and should have beat her ass Absolutely. right like i don't believe that sarah would have for one second even got out of that situation no. like she would have been done right somebody would have thrown hands uh, like that yeah. just that sheer anger in the room mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean bianca lawson was clearly playing dominican I, oh, i'm pretty sure in this movie geez. and like oh jeez you okay. know, like she would have stopped if she wouldn't have stopped her out. She had cousins. Like it would have. This isn't going past. Yeah. What it what happened in the gym? But anyways, yeah. you know, Chanel. She's trying to tell her. Yeah. Look, this is why Nikki's mad at you. She's got just reason to be mad at you. Like mm-hmm. you come mm-hmm. in and choose the the only good black guy mm-hmm. in our school, and like you. And it's weird because there's also this. <laughs> wish I wish you would have said that. <laughs> Well, there's this is weird energy between uh, Carrie Washington and uh, Sean Patrick Thomas, where it's like mm-hmm. your brother and sister, right? Because it seems like oh. y'all want to get together. And I, yep, yep, yep. The way that she talks about him is, uh-huh. oh yeah, he's such oh, a he's, good catch. He's, like, he's oh, fine. Like, he's a, he's a good guy, you know. Right, right. It's just like I mean, you know, your bro- like hype up your brother, <laughs> you know. Sure, like that's fine, but it it it, it gets into a space where I'm just kind of like, yeah, y'all remember that they're related right? i like i had to remind movie. myself i had to remind myself as i watched the movie like oh they're they're siblings they right but they're never in the same house together yeah even though we see the house yeah like we go home we go there right he's not there no he's he well he's out chasing sarah so right you know he's got he's got his priorities <laughs> you know uh but so basically the whole scene culminates in carrie washington you know telling her what it is and then sarah says there's only one world, you know, like we yeah. have to, you know, live together and be together. And because I think Carrie Washington says there's two worlds and she's like, no, there's only one world. And she's like, no, like you, you think there's only one world, but <laughs> yeah. you know, like that's, yeah. this is our reality. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah just kind of walks off yeah. hurt 
And then Carrie Washington, a few scenes later, has to apologize right. to her. She's the one that was wrong. <laughs> right. Because love doesn't, you don't get to choose who you love or like some shit like that. You don't choose. Who so you like, love. let's break down that whole scene because there's, there's something happening here, right? And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to get a little bit of the behind the scenes ahead of time let's because yeah. this, this, well, because this movie is written by two people, right? Okay. So it's, it's, the screenplay is by uh, Dwayne Adler, but it's also by Cheryl Edwards, who is a black woman. No. And I feel like this is <laughs> one of those things. Wow. Well, so this movie is, is co-written by a black woman and directed by a black man. So oh. it's, it's there's a lot happening to unpack. But uh-huh. this feels like a scene where Cheryl got to write yeah. something. But they were like, but we can't let that go unrebuffed. Totally. Yeah. Right. Like we can't let that exist in and of itself because mm-hmm. Sarah has to get her, you know, momentum back so that by the end of the mm-hmm. movie, you're like, oh, yeah, Sarah, go. Her. Like we want yeah. you to go to Juilliard. Mm-hmm. But it's just such a weird thing because like mm-hmm. we talk about this a lot. You're watching these movies. White people. You're Sarah. Black people. Yeah. We're Kerry Washington or and Derek. all the other black yeah. people yeah. in this movie. Or Snooki. <laughs> I hope you're. I hope you're not right. dead, but you are <laughs> sadly one of the other black characters. Oh man, I'm Nick. But so like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But chase. we're watching this movie, <laughs> right? We're watching this movie, and like, she's saying all these things, and we're like, "Yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm." Yeah. And then at the end, it comes back around, and we're just like, "Wait, what?" Because you were you were right though. Like you said the right thing, right. and now you're taking it back. And I, what's happening? Yeah. So, like, what do you do? What do you think happened with that scene? Do you think that is like you know Cheryl kind of put that in there, and then they were like, "Mm, "All right, we'll give you that one," but then we got to come back around. Totally, it feels like this tug of war. A lot of the movie feels like this tug of war between these different viewpoints. Like, in some, I'm not, I'm not actually too surprised to hear that it was co-written by Cheryl because there are moments where I'm like, oh, this feels real. Like this kind of resonates, you know, you know, when, you know, mainly when Kerry Washington is speaking at different points, Hmm. but then, you know, it's like that perspective, that black female perspective, let's say has to give way to this kumbaya, like, (laughs) like worldview that ultimately supports Sarah's trajectory, like you were just saying. Um, And it's, it also positions, like I was saying before, like, um, the question of interracial dating as a personal preference. And I think in a lot of different areas, it kind of positions these things as individual like preferences, choices, decisions, as opposed to systemic things. Like in the scene with Derek and Sarah on the bus with this racist white woman, that what that <laughs> scene essentially does is position racism as like some white people's problem. It's not, an, it's not like an, an atmosphere. It's not a structure. It's like, oh, she's, What's it? Sarah basically makes this face at the end of the scene, like, oh, what was wrong with her? Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. what, she was, what she was on. And then, um, I mean, that's her air in the entire movie, honestly. When people exactly. come to, like, not attack her necessarily, but like, yeah, they're dancing against her or something like She's like, what's going on? Why? Why? Right. right. I'm great. What, what's the problem? Yeah, totally. So, so yeah, I think, um, you know, I can just picture the writer's room, um, in, in kind of crafting this scene um, at the playground um, and saying, well, no, we can't, we can't, you know, end it on that note because we have to give the people a happy ending. And we have to paint this picture of racial harmony in America. So mm-hmm. um, in order for that to happen, Chanel has to renege on her previous statement. Yeah. It's such a weird scene, right? Because yeah. Derek and Chanel are outside mm. 
we have yet to 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 say that Chanel. I guess what, what do you think? She's eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, she's got a baby. Yeah, right. So she's got a baby. You're saying she got left back? Oh no no no! I'm saying that she's like she's probably about to graduate. Is what oh I'm yeah it's yeah like, yeah. You know she's you know she's a senior. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's got a baby. They're outside in Chicago. Yeah, and what I can only assume is negative weather. She's just <laughs> holding this baby, right? Baby is not properly dressed for this weather. I don't know what's happening. Oh, baby. But also, <laughs> like Derek is is kind of like, you know, talking around, oh, you know, like, yeah, I'm not I'm not really hurt, you know, because Sarah is like, you know, she's all right, but you know, I got I got other options. And then like Chanel's basically like, oh wait, well, let me tell you why you should probably go back and be with her. Mm-hmm. And then like he turns around and is basically like, yeah, go take that baby back inside. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go see my girl. I gotta yep. go. And like he <laughs> runs to her house. Yep. Right. Sprints. In a scene <laughs> where every trash can in Chicago is on fire. <laughs> right. Like he runs back to her house. And then she's not there. Again, it's very weird because, like, I don't know where they live in proximity to each other. But, like, seemingly close enough for him to get there on foot in a reasonable amount of time. Mm -hmm. And then, seemingly, he's not that far from wherever this Juilliard edition is going on. Yeah. We can just run. Because he gets there. We can just run to all these places. Yeah. And he's not out of breath. (laughs) Not at all. He's in shape. He gets there just in time. While his boy Malachi is off getting into some wild action, when that car exploded, I was like, hold on a bit. The slow mo. (laughs) The slow mo. What does happen? When it caught on fire. Because it's like, again, presented in a, like, that's what niggas deserve. You know, he's out here. His wild sensationalism all over the place. Like, it's all, it's it's almost like um, expressionistic. Mm. You know, the whole, like, I'll say like the intercut scenes, the, her, both her auditions are intercut with like yeah. other things to make mm-hmm. you like amp the energy. Like he's running and she's dancing and your yep. mom is getting in a car crash and she's feeling it on the other side cosmically. Mm-hmm. And like uh, the car crash is like the, the explosion is only there so you can see an explosion. Like <laughs> I, it's so crazy because I'm thinking about like the days. Think about it like your director. You got yeah. your call sheets for the whole production. And then you just have like uh, all these school scenes, all these dialogue scenes, club scenes. And then, yep. oh, yeah, we have to find some explosives for Wednesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, wh- what? Oh, man. And a bunch of trash cans to light on And fire. a bunch of trash, yeah. like, like every yeah. trash can I see on fire. We need fire department <laughs> for Thursday. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, mm. and I think we'll get into this a little bit mm. in the in the reimagining but i mean this is something i've been thinking about a lot lately mm. and just in terms of in terms of the white gaze right yeah. and like it's persistence you know yep. in a lot of spaces where it's like because this is before i ask this question let me let me ask kind of a, a, a non sequitur but like mm-hmm. is save the last dance a black movie in the sense Ooh. that there are some movies that aren't black movies, mm-hmm. but we claim them, right? Like, is, we're like, I think there's... this is why I ignored it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think this is why I ignored it. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I had an attuned lens to this already. My, my, my third, my eye, third, was eye, <laughs> my third eye was open at what, uh, 2001, so 14. Yeah, you put some shea butter on it. It was just like, yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you can see it. You can just be like, oh, this ain't, this ain't. 
for, us. for me black right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this ain't fubu right, right but do you think it was so if it's not a movie that we claim do you think it was made for us like do you mm-hmm. think we were part of the intended audience of this movie or do you think this was made just for a general MTV mm. audience to watch these two attractive young people dance and make out? Mm. Yeah, I think the latter. I think it's made for the 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 Beckys of the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's clearly a movie that is saying like white people have just as much of um, a valid claim to hip hop as black people. Like we can participate. We white people can participate just as much as y'all. We can even beat mm-hmm. you at your game. You know, um, this shit belongs to all of us. Um, yeah, and yeah, that energy, time, right? Like that's some, the- some real all lives matter energy in this movie. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. And it's crazy because when I was watching it for the second time, like I remembered certain moments that are like, like they 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 were burned into like my memory of the movie like the first time I watched it like oh like they're in the club and like that happens and like Nikki said uh, when Nikki says um, watch me squash this shit I'm like oh she said yeah. well, you know but like <laughs> right but I like, say oh. that. Exactly. But yeah. like, how, how can this movie be for me? You know, like if I look yeah. at this movie, mm-hmm. if I look at this, look at this movie and ask, like, where am I in this movie? I'm like the baby mama who's like um, relegated to remain in in the ghetto for the rest of my life. Maybe making a nice life yeah. with my baby daddy, but maybe not. Um, he was on some fuck shit. I don't think that's yeah. Working out. Oh, probably, oh probably uh, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, he. Kenny gets to be in the final scene though. He does. He's he hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, he had fun at um, steps, and then um, <laughs> it's either it's either that or I'm beautiful and mean Nikki, right? Who's just mean? Yeah, like yeah. we never get to hear her back. Beautiful and bitter. Beautiful and bitter for for no reason, um, at least ostensibly, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely it's definitely for the little Becky's, little Julia Stiles of the world. <laughs> well, I, so so asking my question about the white gaze, I think this is this is one of those movies, right? Where because they keep making this movie right right? like this specific kind of movie Mm -hmm. of the fish out of water which just means you're around black people and like you come into our spaces and you acclimate to what we do how we talk how we dress julia styles at three separate points Mm -hmm. in this movie right has hoop earrings has the has the india re headscarf and and has the braids. braids. The, br- the fucking cornrows. The braids. <laughs> and this is like the upgrade mm-hmm. she gets. Like this, like somebody sat her down and said, "This is a good idea. Let me let me glow you up real quick with things that you should not be wearing." Yes. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm sure she came home smelling like shea butter at some point, and her dad was just like, "No, no." It, and who have you it, been it's hanging 2001. out? It's 2001. You guys smell like um, like baby fat perfume or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah or just yeah some kind of some kind of some instance. kind of instance. um yeah 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 but she's just like getting to come into mm-hmm. the space and basically take all the benefits of it none of the negatives right like she gets to enjoy blackness by proximity yeah. you know by just hanging out with the black people who take her yeah, in because they gotta and have her because they gotta have her because she's doing look have you seen her dance like the like, energy the energy right? with which chanel like picks her out yeah. at that lunch yeah. is like ooh, like oh ooh, i want that one. Ooh, i want that right. one and she shuts down some like right. nerd dude who's talking to her to be like 
this right. nigga's corny. Let's yes. get out of here. And Let like, and it's just like, well, hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who that dude yeah. was, but like, she immediately was just like, Mm-mm, you need to be with me. <laughs> I guess. I also want to. Very strange. I just want to direct our our attention to one part of that cafeteria scene that has been bugging me since last night when I watched this. Mm. When she first is looking around to figure out where to sit, the camera like pans to the white table. Yes. And just like, nope. Oh, yeah. Just like doesn't eat barely even her. her It doesn't even register. It doesn't even. She's like, absolutely. It doesn't even occur to her that that's where she belongs. And wouldn't you think that that would Mm -hmm. at least have the conversation she might even walk up and just be like yeah what's up guys like right bare minimum right but it reminds me of what you were both saying before about how her being in this new environment is like punishment like she feels i Mm -hmm. I think there's a way in which she we're we're meant to feel like her character has become less white in having to be relegated to this black part of chicago for her having to attend this school so there's a way in which she doesn't want to be associated with these other white people like she feels changed and her association with other black people yeah. is like an expression of this way in which she feels like she's like um come come down in life the way in which she feels punished um you know estranged now that her mom is it's like there's something there's something about that this this way in which she distances herself from the other white people at the school like mm. instantly yeah mm. Well, it's it's weird because thinking about it just now in this mm. moment, what white people does she talk to in this movie? Diggy. Her like, dad? Yeah, for like and... five seconds, maybe. They don't even have a scene yeah. where they're like, what are you doing here, girl? Right? <laughs> you would yeah. think they would at least it's have just... that scene or at least like two yeah. exchanges of dialogue that you're just like, so... how'd you end up here? What right. happened? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's predominantly Sarah talking with black people, yeah. right? Like that's the majority of her interactions, if not almost exclusively all of her interactions. Because yeah, there's really, I mean, besides Diggy, there's no other white people that we get to see in the school. Yeah. Like again, there's the kids at that table, yeah. but like they never come up again. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. And I think that's kind of where where I'm kind of getting at is like, so we we are getting this white gaze of like, but it, what blackness yeah. is, what acceptable blackness Mm. is what conventional blackness Mm. is like and then you get to kind of if you're white watch this movie and have a voyeuristic experience where like you kind of come in and get to like ooh, we get to go to the club with them and like you know it's like a fat man scoop soundtrack (laughs) like (laughs) you're not wrong actually the soundtrack was popping yes oh yeah club scenes are beautiful yes best things about the movie honestly yep Right. It's it's very much though though like this repeated refrain, whether it's this, whether it's breaking, whether it's step mm-hmm. up of like all right, so like it's it's I don't even know if the movies are saying this explicitly, mm-hmm. but it's almost like so you don't wanna be right. black. Right? Like that you don't necessarily want yeah. that. But <laughs> there's some things that they right. have that it would be nice if we got to like do sometimes oh. <laughs> and maybe like take for our oh. own and then you can because this person never said in the movie but it's what you are left to assume when the mm-hmm. movie ends Derek is leaving Sarah yeah. is leaving nobody else in this movie is ever getting right. out of Chicago period the end yeah they're all done you're like this is mm-hmm. it for them <laughs> Sarah may never even come back right. 
right? Like she might yeah. never see any of these people again. She's going to Juilliard. Her life is on an upward trajectory. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is is basically peaked in yeah. high school and like, you know, there's nothing for them besides Derek who's going right, to Georgetown, yeah. right? And it's just like he's it's it's so right. gross. <laughs> it's right. so gross because it's so yeah. apparent. It's so on his face. Right. The movie doesn't even try to like pull anybody out of their stereotypes. No. No. They kill Malachi. Like, <laughs> like they shove him so far down that stereotype, he literally ends up in hell as symbolized by the fire. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> he's he's gotta, you know, he's gotta repent yeah. for pushing Sarah they in the back. Right. Wow. They had to show you they blew up a car. Yep. Yeah. You know, so you know he's yep. dead. He's not coming, no coming back. back. You know, he's gotta he's yep. gotta be out. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of these, this is, again, it's a teen mm-hmm. movie, you know, like, we don't need to ascribe a thesis statement to it, but it's also <laughs> that these are, but these are movies, again, this was a number one film at the box yeah. office, this is a movie that is considered a classic of our time, mm-hmm. right, like our generation. Don't put me in that, in Save the last put me in that box. You know I mean? It ain't a classic of my well, time. you know. <laughs> right okay (laughs) but you know in a general sense right like the mtv generation we're like save the last dance like this is that was the jam right but i feel like a lot of people are 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 like you Mm -hmm. uh if like they hadn't seen this movie since they saw it as a kid and so they're still carrying the nostalgia Mm -hmm. with them of like oh yeah save the last dance i watched that (laughs) you know when i was you know a teenager and like and then whenever they watch it again, they're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was not processing all of these different mm-hmm. things, you know, when I was like 13, 14 years old. But now that I'm seeing this anew, yeah. like, it's it's yeah. crazy. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the behind the scenes of this movie. There's not a ton Yeah, I, I was trying to do a little bit of research, too, recently, because I was like, there's got to be, be some kind of weirdness, but no. Nah. Well, there's a few things, things we should mm. touch on, right? And so, you know, I mean, again, going back to the to the box mm. office, made $131.7 million, mm. right? It debuted at number one, knocking off Castaway when it came out. <laughs> um, so it, it had 27.5 in its opening weekend. Okay. So, like, this movie, like, it, made yeah, an numbers, impact, yeah. right? Like, it came mm. back. Yeah, it came out and, like, was something culturally mm. relevant, yeah. right? Enough to have, you know, staying power over however it's been like 20, 20 yeah. years now, right? Mm-hmm. And so, oh, yeah, wow. you know, I, it's not it's not making way. It didn't win any like award awards. Like Cameron the was MTV saying, it, Movie it, Award isn't an award award. <laughs> it won Best Kiss. Okay. Sean, Sean Patrick Thomas won Breakthrough Male Performance. Okay. Of course. Right. And Julia Stiles was was nominated for best female. You don't win no awards and, playing a saltine. Uh, no, that's surprising <laughs> to me, honestly. No, well, <laughs> she didn't win. She won. <laughs> she won Choice Movie Actress at the Teen Choice Awards in okay. two thousand one. Oh, okay. And Carrie Washington won Choice Movie Breakout mm. Star. Right. Carrie. And so it it kind of got you know like it was in that space mm. right it was winning awards yeah. in that space. Going around, you know we love it. Mm. Started starting with Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, like it's Mow. not looking good, Mow. but you know, I mean, it's sitting at it's sitting at a fifty three percent, which is you know on the on the yeah. lower end. Right? <laughs> it's got a rotten rating. If you go over to IMDb, it's got a six point two. High. 
which that's, that's is high. higher than yeah, like a lot of those movies mm. get. Of course, if you know, if you know our show, you know how Amazon gets down five stars, <laughs> yeah. baby. Yeah. Mm. We you love know, it. We love movie. it. They yes, love it. they're gonna love it. So, you know, it's a. I, but I, again, I think it's a movie that, while not necessarily like wowing people in this day, it still it still has a place in a particular mm. canon of teen film that is like and i think it still gets watched Mm -hmm. right like i think it's one of those movies that you know i could see people like oh i watched this and now my kid can watch you know save the last dance because it's (laughs) kind of again there's a i think like you were saying if like there is a safeness to it like specifically like the cultural elements Mm -hmm. of it that kind of feel like we can kind of get close to this, but we don't really have to explain anything or get into yeah. it. But like, you can kind of get a taste of this. And so if you are living in, you know, Midwestern, you know, Ohio mm-hmm. or someplace and you're not really exposed to things like this, you could say, Oh, but I watched right. save the last dance. And like, now I want to join a hip hop yep. dance troupe <laughs> at, you know, whatever my high school. <laughs> so you're enabling them. You're enabling them. Jordan. Totally. Totally. Mm. <laughs> Well, here's a here's a few things that I want to read yeah. for you. So, because it's been 20 years, they are doing some retrospectives oh, around the movie no. uh, in certain places. <laughs> no, I know. Let that sink in. Uh, so, <laughs> why? Uh, recently, so for Insider, Julia Stiles and Sean Patrick Thomas did a like an interview where they're kind of talking about the movie and its impact and legacy, right? Mm. And so here's Sean Patrick Thomas talking about. The movie in general, but specifically black men in leading roles in romantic mm-hmm. films and also like the interracial element of Save mm-hmm. the Last Dance. So he says, this was a major studio film with a studio budget and all of that. And at the time, it was extremely rare for there to be a black man as a co-lead in a romantic movie with a white girl or with any girl, period. So in 2021, I still don't think we see enough black men on screen as leading men, as love interest. It's still too rare, in my opinion. He continued... To have been able to do that 20 years ago and to have people still love it and know that it has an impact and staying power, that's something that I will forever be proud of just as a black man, right? And mm. so a few things to unpack there. First Mid. of all, I mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking a little, he's, he's, he's talking a little like he made guess who's coming to dinner or something like that. I'm like. Right. <laughs> like he was the first. <laughs> like slow down. Sl- slow down. Right. <laughs> right. But it's like. I guess if you weren't Derek, right? Like, I guess you could say all that if the character you weren't playing wasn't ready to to throw it all away for the first white girl. Not even the first white girl, right? I mean, there's white girls at yeah. the school, but like it's like this thing, one in yeah. particular yeah. is like, I guess because she's going to Juilliard or like she's got, she's got brains, prospects. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not quite sure what's happening here, but like it's, <laughs> It's framed as if, yeah, like she's immediate. He's immediately like, gotta, gotta get in with Sarah. Yeah. I just um, everything is I about just Sarah. Imagine him just like going around being like, but she reads like Truman Capote. She right, dance. like just like bragging yeah. about what? What did you? Hey, yo, I met this girl yeah. at school the other day. You know, she does ballet. You know, y'all ain't up on that. that. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. What you know, y'all have a bit. Yeah, yeah. What y'all know about the ballet? <laughs> Which is also wild. There's a part in the movie where she does some ballet in right. dance class and everybody's like, yo, right. what's that? And it's like, 
You've seen right. ballet. Black people have seen like that's not like it some is not a foreign alien concept. concept yes. to them. Alvin Ailey's dance company you know. existed at this period in time. Like, <laughs> don't do Alvin Ailey like that. Don't do don't, that. Don't do his legacy like that. <laughs> right. Don't do his legacy like that. But it's also this. It, it's another continuing theme throughout these movies where white people get introduced to black mm-hmm. culture, and it's like, wow, this is mm-hmm. incredible. We don't have a choice. Like white yeah. culture. We know white culture. Yes. Like, it's just a thing. So, like, whether it's Alvin Ailey or just, like, the Nutcracker right. or, like, we've seen ballet in some way, right. shape, or form, not even, like, against our will, <laughs> but just, like, living in yeah. America. Like, it's come across our, you know, we know what we know what a tutu yeah. is. We yeah. know when we see somebody doing a plie, we know yeah. what that is. Like, that's not going to blow our minds in the way that apparently... All the kids in this gym class had never seen anybody oh on their tiptoes before. Like, it was just like, yeah. okay. But, so, you know, I like, I kind of get what he's getting at, right? In, in the larger sense of, sure, right? Like, we talk about this, like, we talk about this specifically with Denzel, right? Like, Denzel and every movie that he's in, he's got a, at least a woman mm-hmm. of color as a love interest. Like, it's, Bare I don't know, can you, is there a Denzel movie with... Is it is there a Denzel movie where he's, he's with a white woman? Not a white woman, but like he's with Eva Mendez in Training Day, right? Mm. Denzel primarily is, and I think it's like he advocates for it is with women mm. of color, if not a black woman. But it, but it is like I, so I kind of get where he's coming from, right? And like, okay, yeah, a lot of the times because like they they'll give Will Smith a yeah. white woman sometimes, no and doubt. they give. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if Jamie Foxx hmm. th- has been with a lot of white women on so. screen. I can't think of any. Yeah. So, sure, right? Like, there is, and I guess there, yeah, there is something in general if we want to have conversations about interracial hmm. relationships, specifically when it comes to the portrayal of intera- interracial relationships on mm-hmm. screen. It's crazy that I'm struggling for that because I feel like it's yeah. all over the place. Right. Yeah, but this movie specifically like does and does not address it, right? Like it is kind of the elephant in the room that kind of looms over the film, but like literally looms over the film, like on the poster. There are two faces looming over (laughs) in the poster. Yeah, I I honestly feel that energy is just like, oh, aren't they breaking down barriers? Aren't they just we're in the future, you know? During their the fact that during their sex scene the song True Colors is playing. Oh, oh no. uh, I, I was like, oh that. yeah, exactly. I was like, I want to vomit. Like, what? <laughs> how <laughs> you over the head? But at the same how time, how d- the background? Yeah. How dare this movie? I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's reckless. It's reckless behavior. It's <laughs> well because it it is posited as we're gonna talk yeah. about it, right? But it's got a very Disney. Yeah approach to like but we can't say it yeah right like we're gonna like infer it and you can kind of connect the dots Mm -hmm. but we're never really gonna because the closest we get again is carrie washington telling her about Mm -hmm. herself you you ain't together but then you don't know what it's like (laughs) yeah she was basically like and you don't even go here (laughs) which is true right (laughs) in the sense that she yeah she goes to the school but she does not Part of this community, right? In this way, she's a tourist. She is very much a tourist. Mm. 
and like didn't even pay for the tour. <laughs> right. right. Like, you know, she like she saw a tour happening and just kind of like totally. walked in and like started to 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 act as if she belonged oh my there. Gosh. But so that (laughs) so I I think that's interesting though because I feel like a lot of people might agree with with Sean Patrick Thomas in the sense of like this was maybe not groundbreaking but it is a movie that like was addressing certain things but I don't think it was because they never really have the conversation they just kind of bring it up a few times let it linger Mm -hmm. and then we're on to the next scene. It's right. wild that a movie like this, you know, has the platform because it's definitely, you know, it's an MTV production first and foremost, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. very much so that. Um, yeah. Uh, and with that comes like the platform, the teen platform. You're talking to everybody. All teens watch mm-hmm. MTV or at least did in 2001 before they played like ridiculousness yeah. uh, over and over and over and over and over all day. Um if you have the ear, mm. if you have the ear of the people, you got to use it. And I feel like it's such a missed opportunity. It's only regurgitating stereotypes. Yeah. It's only interested in saying things that people feel like they know, but they don't mm-hmm. know anything about. And then this movie paints all of it with zero nuance. Totally. Yeah. Well, if you're talking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sean Patrick Thomas goes on to say, I feel like it was handled fairly adeptly and with nuance in the sense that there were a lot of places in the script and as we were shooting where things could have slid into stereotypes. So so that's what it feels like to be in a sunken place. It's just like you just you you think of all the things that it actually is and then you just find a way to apologize for them. Yeah, yeah. He goes on to say that the romance could have been more about, wow, he's black and that's different or she's white and that's different. And it wasn't about that. It was about these two people who connected on a human level. With to the power the, of dance. To that extent. Right. To that extent, race was almost a side issue, Thomas boo, continued. Boo. But at the same time, we didn't shy away from it either. Obviously, at one point, their relationship where Derek felt like they weren't they were getting closer and she kind of backs away and figures out race is a part of why she does that. And that's real. And in the yeah. movie, it happens in a way where it doesn't demonize her, you know. And I think that's something that people respond to, the authenticity in that and how that can really happen and how that can really be overcome. My man flipped and flopped. Right. In that entire, all of that. Like that was like that was like a Trump speech. That was like, all right, I'm gonna say the thing <laughs> and then I'm gonna say the thing is bad, but it's also kind of good. Like, get the vaccine. Why not? I don't know. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I kind of have to yeah. ask. Hey, what's wrong with you? Like, what's wrong with you? What, what are, are you, you talking, talking about? Because were you even on set, my dude? Like, did you read the script to the movie that you're in? Right. <laughs> I don't know, but this part stood out to me very much. So, and I want to dig into this when he's talking about again her backing away. I'm gonna just going to repeat it so people, 100. percent I'm quoting him. Right. He says, and that's real. He continued, and in the movie, it happens in a way where it doesn't demonize mm-hmm. her. And I'm just curious about what that is supposed to mean, because I feel like what you're insinuating is that it happens in a way where the white audience doesn't feel called out because somebody's telling them about Mm -hmm. themselves. And that's important Mm -hmm. because that's who this movie was made for, right? Like, that's who we're trying to speak to. And so it's like we wanted to educate people on race, but 
Yeah. We didn't want to offend them or hurt them. Yeah. And also mm. people means white people. It's yes. Like no right. regard for black audiences. So. No. Because I'm. That's kind of. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, go you ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that it, it feels like so much of this movie when you were thinking about how we're handling race or speaking about race or even like trying to get into this mm. topic. Like I, I, you know, the more that we talk about it, the more that I'm very much like firmly in the camp of no movie, not just not made for us, but like we were like a, like scenery, yep. right. We were like the background of mm. the film, like the setting for this to, to take place mm. in because sure. Right. Like, you don't necessarily have to set up Sarah as the bad guy or the villain mm-hmm. of the movie, but she's got real antagonist energy, yeah. right? At least, you know, when you're watching it and to really see that perspective, right? Like the intentionality in that, mm-hmm. right? Where it seems like this is what the movie was supposed to be, right? Like this is how the movie's supposed to play out and supposed yeah. to feel. And yet like, Sarah is saying a lot of real low-key racist right. things throughout the movie. She's like, isn't there's one part where she's talking about, oh yeah, I stole a hat once, which is like real, <laughs> you know, white, white girl. Oh, I stole from Claire yeah. one time. Yeah. You know, like I'm, you know, I'm I'm with it. <laughs> I'm bad. And it's like, mm, all right, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um But she kind of is not there's no engagement, right? Like she doesn't engage with Derek at all on any level in terms of like the world he's coming from, the people in his life. She doesn't engage with the school really. Like she's just kind of there for Derek. Yeah. And you know, you never really see her. She goes to the club with everybody. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. And that's where the, and but, honestly, that's where the movie like kind of sings a little bit, you know, as much as it yeah. can. Cause yep her dry ass dance moves are still <laughs> tough to believe that everybody's like wilding out for it. Let's just say it. She was off beat for most of the movie. Like oh, no. it yeah. wasn't just dry. Yeah. She was literally off, off beat. She was incorrectly adhering to the beat <laughs> for most of the And I scenes. was like, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. I was like, yeah. she is either a great actress uh-huh. and that she is like purposefully off beat. Like she's doing this no. on purpose or, <laughs> What probably really happened is that, so, I mean, here's the thing, right? She, Julia Stiles, claims that she has prior dance experience, right? That she grew up yeah. dancing, okay? And so the movie, she only had, I think, like a month oh. and some change to like do, like learn the choreography and do all mm. the dancing. And so, you know, she was doing like six hour mm. days, you know, for a month of just like, learning the dance, learning the choreography, you know, trying to do a little bit of ballet and a little bit mm-hmm. of hip hop. She, again, it is, it is said that she filmed all of this except for a few choice parts Uh-oh. with the ballet that where they had a, they had a double come in mm-hmm. and do that for her. So she is doing a majority of the dancing in the movie that you see. It's, I'm later. not saying that makes right. it better. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm saying like it it's really jarring because at least with Breakin, right? Kelly Lucinda Dickey was, was a, a dancer. dancer. And and in the moments where she's doing like, you know, interpretive dance, modern dance, ballet, you're like, okay. Yeah. 
that's sure. all her. Right? Like, I, I, yeah, I'm buying that. The second she tries to break dance, you're like, all right, wait, no, yeah. mm, this is this is not happening. <laughs> but this is both, right? Like, <laughs> neither looks natural from Julia yeah. Styles, right? Like, neither really looks like she's got it down in any way. So that whole last dance sequence is especially jarring because it's like she's doing squidward from spongebob you know what i mean like when he does his interpretive dance thing yeah she's doing that and she gets into juilliard yeah no questions asked juilliard should have been mad about this movie juilliard should have been like you can't discredit us like this slander yeah slander just yeah (laughs) and and the screenplay is straight up libel then right (laughs) yeah Uh. 10 seconds into that, they would have been like, uh, thanks right. for coming, you know, and just like going on to the next. They got a lot of people. Yeah, we got lots of Can't really be sitting yeah, here like, we don't have time for these games. doing this with Once you. Once she pulled out the chair, I would have been like, all right, all right, all right. You can right. Pause, pause. I would have loved to see an alternative cut yeah. where they stop her 10 seconds in and then Derek runs uh-huh. in to like hype her up, you know, like too late. And he's just like, yeah, Sarah's going to. Oh, oh, it's over? Oh. Uh, oh, my fault. I got it. She didn't get in? Oh. Uh, no, don't get the police. Don't. Malachi's dead? Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, so that, yeah, that's that's how Sean Project Thomas feels about this. Julia Stiles had a few things to say as well in the same interview. So she says that making the movie opened my eyes to a lot of things that I wasn't aware of. It's my white privilege that allowed me to go into making that movie thinking, are people still racist or do people disapprove of black a black guy and white girls getting together? That just seemed crazy to me at the time. But obviously, I was ignorant in many ways uh, because now more than ever, we see that those biases and prejudices certainly still exist. I credit the movie that it opened my eyes to the perspective of some of the supporting characters like Carrie Washington's character, Chanel. So hmm. it's a little bit of like, I feel like, I feel like Julia Stiles is very much so many uh, white women who probably saw this movie, right? In the sense of like, you know, I think I think she's being yeah. honest, yeah. You know, in that, in that answer of just like, yeah, I didn't, I this was, I was not thinking about mm-hmm. any of this, and so, you know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what in Save the Last Dance would have opened her yeah. eyes to. <laughs> I guess she's saying like uh, I didn't think of uh, like poor teenage mothers. On the mm-hmm. south side, I wasn't thinking about them in my life. That's basically know? what she's sure. saying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's real. That's that's real. But I also feel like all these statements that they're giving are like mad platitudes, you know? Just like, yeah. oh, for sure, sure, you weren't thinking about the quiches of the south side, like you weren't. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. you weren't. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you have to know that like class disparity. Yeah, systemic racism, things like this exist. Even if you're making a movie, if you're making a movie about it, that definitely has to speak to you understanding the material. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, we'll we'll get out of this section with something that's sure to make both of you upset. (laughs) And that is, so Carrie Washington was, you know, still like her acting career was developing at this Mm -hmm. time. And she's trying to use this role as kind of like it's a springboard Mm -hmm. right she's substitute teaching at the time of this movie Mm -hmm. right she is i mean what would you say she's like in the in the credits of this movie like what what billing do you think she's definitely supporting three four yeah i'm just gonna say third or fourth 
for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's, she says that she made so little money on this movie mm-hmm. that she had to go right back to substitute wow. teaching. Like she could not afford to not right. do that. And so Damn. like she, she was back substitute teaching and, you know, people, people are like, oh, it's Chanel from, right. you know, Save oh, the Last Dance. You know what I mean? Like people, kids were recognizing her as the girl from Save the Last mm-hmm. Dance. And like she's she's trying to get these right. checks. Um, wow! And so, you're in a hit like, movie. That must be yeah. crazy, right? And Loki carried carried the the movie in a certain way. I I there's yeah. a, a lot of me that agrees with that because right? she's like the reason that Sarah's even hanging with the group. She's right. the one that brings it to the club. Right. She's definitely putting in more days on set than like the dad yeah. for sure. Exactly. Who well, you know that more. <laughs> Who you know got paid more. Yeah. Ugh. So I think that's the thing, right? Like, it's very. I, I'm not surprised. Mm. You know what surprised hearing anyone that? these days, but. Yeah, like I, I think that is very much so. Like, what it was, you know, just in terms of I can't imagine any like Bianca Loss. I don't think anybody in this mm. movie, besides the two leads and really then because like you know julia styles is 19 yeah. like, i don't think she's getting a check check you know i'm sure everybody was got on the cheap you know in yeah. general but like yeah the fact that she couldn't even like live yeah. a few months you know like after making this movie yeah. like she said she spent most of the money she made on a new laptop like that was wow. what she could get with that check so <sighs> oh. uh yeah yeah okay um, I guess the last that's little dis- little bit of dep- trivia. That's disparaging. Yeah, that's it is depressing. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to make you feel, but I guess the last little bit of trivia is that the choreographer for this movie, Fatima Singular, used to choreograph for Michael Jackson. People can't see me, but I'm like slowly backing away from my <laughs> laptop screen from hearing that. Like, wait, make of that what, what? you will. What? Wait, 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 choreographed what for Michael Jackson? Yeah, what? <laughs> um let me let me look it up no because that does not compute (laughs) yeah because i never wanted to laugh openly mike while he was dancing yeah well i guess (laughs) well i'm sure look with michael jackson you got a lot more to work with exactly styles and maybe maybe it was more about the student than the teacher (laughs) okay okay (laughs) okay So it's, I mean, her full, full name is Fatima Robinson, oh, but yeah. I mean, she's basically, she's credited in the movie as Fatima. Yeah. Fatima. Right. So I'll read off a few of the music videos that she's done. So she choreographed the Remember the oh, Time classic. video. Uh, uh, she choreographed Rock the Boat for a Oh my God. And, oh, wait, let me read these off because I, I thought it was just one. She choreographed Rock the Boat, Hot Like Fire, Try Again, We Need Ooh. a Resolution, Are You Got Somebody, and more. All of it, Fire. All Fire videos. So I'm going to conclude that they yeah. didn't pay her enough. And she was like, okay, but what y'all are nah. giving me, this is what I can give you. Yeah. And this little nope. white girl. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. For a movie Favorite. called Save the Last Dance, you better invest. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. She also did the Mary J. Bige uh, family affair video. So all mm. that, all Wait, that dance yeah, Mary's the, doing the, in the video. Uh, the boots and the kicking is like, <laughs> yeah. that's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's where that comes from. That is exactly where that comes from. I feel like that's just Mary going, going, going her own way, feeling the spirit. Feeling the moment. spirit. Yeah, um, freestyling on it. Well, let's let's reimagine yes. this movie. 
Okay. And and kind of think about what it would be like if Sarah <laughs> Was wasn't there, there or uh, if we want to think about, okay, Sarah's there, but like how to tell it without, you know, coming directly from her mm-hmm, perspective, mm-hmm. right? Like, so if on you, yeah. if you want to, th- I don't know if you thought about it, yeah. you know, we always also have the caveat of like, don't make Save the Last Dance, <laughs> you know, like you mm-hmm. can just refuse the movie. Yeah. But is there anything here that you think yeah we could we could redo this just take the white savior this yeah i could definitely write some save the last dance fan fiction for cheryl we owe that to cheryl you know yeah Um, yeah yeah. especially because this movie just raises so many questions or leaves certain questions unanswered like we know that derek and um nikki um broke up ended on bad terms relatively more or less but we don't know what happened was it his fault was it her fault did he just break up with her because he knows he's going to Georgetown. He's like, I can't take you with me. I can't do long distance. You are not trying to go to college. Like what, you know, I would love for the film to explore the fallout, their relationship, the fallout. And then who knows, maybe they rekindle something. Maybe they get back together. Maybe they become friends. And then um, when it comes to Chenille and her man, like, what is stopping him from being there for his kid? Like, I, we really want to know. We don't see, you know, what's going on in his life. I'm not trying to excuse his deadbeatness, his absence. Um, but like, what what's going on for him? Like, why can he make it to the club, but not take his kid to his mom's house? You know, Mama yeah. Dean, I would love to see more Mama Dean. Like, there's all these, like, side Mm. characters who are so, yeah. there's so much potential for, like, interesting, interesting things to come out of exploring them. Snooki, you know, in the current film feels kind of flat. Like, what are Snooki's ambitions? Like, does he, does he go on to be an amazing mediator of hip hop? Like, leave Chicago, like, maybe he moves to New York, maybe he moves to LA, works with some amazing people. Like, let's, let's get into Mm. that. Let's get into those questions. As you can tell, I'm not that interested in, in Derek exploring Derek that much more. <laughs> but um, I guess we can, you know, if we have to. And then yeah. Malachi, like the film positions him um, as well as this character who is just like full of rage. Um, all he cares about is respect. He just needs to get respect at all costs. And it ends up, yeah. you know, being his demise. But like, what because like we said before like you both said before like his reasons for going after this rival gang we have to conclude are so vague so like what exactly what did they do what had happened you know like what 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 has led him to need to pursue respect to this degree um maybe in our reimagining he can get some therapy you know maybe julie maybe uh comes in for a hot second and is like you know what let me use my white privilege to hook you up with a little thing a little something that we in the suburbs like to call therapy right (laughs) change his whole trajectory um but again we don't want to we don't want to reinvent the white savior so anyway just some thoughts just some ideas for the storyboard yeah that was off the dome and that's a much more interesting (laughs) movie off the bat (laughs) Cameron, what do you think? Well, Ifani, I thought the coolest thing that you started off with was that, like, you want to investigate, like, the Black love going on in the movie, you know? Like, what are all these parallels? We got these romantic parallels in the movie to Derek Mm -hmm. and Sarah's relationship. We got, you know, uh, Kenny and Chenille Mm -hmm. and uh, who who else? Um, Derek and Nikki. Yeah, 
Derek mm-hmm. and Nikki, we got to discover that. We got to see what's going on there. Like, so I, I feel like that's actually the more interesting movie. Mm. Just watching like the parallels of like, you know, love under trying times. Yeah. And then I also, I want, I want like Sarah's dance to be like good. <laughs> yes. I want it to be good. And I kind of wanted it to be like, and I'm think I was thinking over it while we were just going over it now. And I was mm-hmm. thinking like, it, it sounds corny and it actually probably in practice would like fuck up, but <laughs> like, what if like her dance reflected like the people she met along the way, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's got to be like, because the first example I thought of was like, since the movie wanted to be expressionistic and like intercut, like stuff that was going on to make it more emotional. Like, mm-hmm. what if like Malachi was like doing his deal and he's like shooting somebody up, he's like, do, 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 do. And like, you know, in her dance, she's like, I don't know, I don't know. In practice, you know, might not be as cool, but. I'm just thinking, yeah, she's she's she comes in and she's just like definitely concerns me a little bit, you know what I mean? But you know, I, I packed that thing too. So you come around this way, you will get caught. <laughs> you know, that she's got, yeah, that energy. got that energy, you know, like I, I, some of that rubbed off on me or something like that. I thought I would think that would be at least a little bit more forgiving than what we got, which is like mm. the vague hip hop ballet hybrid yuck. Yeah. Yep. It's weird because when you think about it, it's called Save the Last Dance. And it's not necessarily that everybody in the movie needs to have aspirations of dance. But Sarah's really the only one who wants to dance. Like everybody else dances just kind of like we just dance for for, for like release, right? Like it's expression. It's just kind of like we, our lives are stressful. We got to go to the club and, you know, get some of this Mm -hmm. energy out. And so... When you take her out of it, like nobody else is going to Juilliard, right? Nobody else is really on any radars at this doing any of that stuff. Right. No, but it seems like, you know, I would definitely either prefer one of two things. Either one, yeah, we don't have to be going to Juilliard or doing Mm -hmm. any of that stuff. We can just kind of focus on these kids and like what what dance means to them and for them right like just kind of like i mean one chicago you got the juke scene Mm -hmm. right like you got a lot of other things going on that they don't really get into but um you could make a movie that is about yeah all these kids they're going all these different directions Mm -hmm. right Derek is going off to college um you know his sister is maybe like not not going to school but like she's got you know a young child so she's her priorities Mm -hmm. are different you know she's trying to figure out how to continue her life, but also like provide for her child. You've got Malachi who's in the streets. You've got, you know, some other kids who are like, yeah, we're in the music. We're doing all this other stuff. But like this club is where they all come together, where they all kind of have this story that's interconnecting. And so, you know, you don't necessarily have to do like, and then they all go their separate ways. Like they all go to the same Mm -hmm. school, but it could just kind of be like how their lives outside of the club and inside of the club like intersect on different levels right oh that's you could also do that's great yeah you could also do the reverse though right where it's like Derek is the one going to not the white school but like he's definitely like going to a performing arts situation Uh, right like mm -hmm. he's the one coming into the situation he's kind of out of his element 
or you know it could be anybody why not why not nikki right mm. nikki's the one she deserves a better going, story for sure know, she does <laughs> she's going to the school she's trying to you know get her dance career mm. going on and you know she's running into a lot of different you know pitfalls whether it's mm-hmm jealous sarah yeah. you know who's trying to like you know steal her man from her and like trying to kind of you know move her out the paint so she can get in there and kind of take over that that mm-hmm. lane um but i think there is something there because if you want to keep the interracial yeah. relationship element of it right like one you have to get into what it is mm-hmm. right and it's not that Black people and white people can't be together, or, you know, what all the other just general tropes, right? But it's like, but there is something there, right? Like, you can't just say, oh, yeah, like love is love, right. because, like, sure, love is love, <laughs> but also there's a lot of different loaded things that are going to come into it because, all right, our look, cultures are different. Their cultures are different. Yeah. <laughs> Their cultures are different. Sarah's dad doesn't seem like he's got a lot going on. Is he going to be thrilled that she's bringing home a black right. guy? I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, you know, like, and just in general, like a lot of those things where you're where you're moving in through different spaces, right? Whether it's we're going to this club, which is you know predominantly black people, and this could be you know your your you know Latin A person, and like you're bringing your significant over to this like like salsa club, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like we do things differently here, right? Like it's not you can't just come in here and do whatever yeah. you want. Like there's rules and like mm-hmm. cultural things that are going on that. You know, you kind of have to learn how to move in these spaces. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is that Sarah never, it's not even about bending, yeah. but like she's not interested at all, mm-hmm. right? And makes no attempts to ingratiate herself yeah. into the community. She just is and does and excels, right? Like she comes in, she's I great. She's going to do great regardless. She, <laughs> yeah, you know, what a time we had. <laughs> Good luck, you know, with the rest of your mm-hmm. lives. And, I think that's an element of sure. Like we can get into you know these things about interracial relationships because it is what what do you want the movie to be about, right? Like, do you really want it to be about that? Because if it's about that, then we should explore yeah. that in a way that really speaks to. I don't even really think you need to get into both sides because really the only side I'm interested yeah. in is is you know the black yeah. perspective more so to the point of like there's a lot of things that you have to navigate. Mm-hmm right in that space and so i think obviously you know the black woman who was writing this movie she had some thoughts and ideas but i don't think she really got to have final say over what was you know or what got rebutted you know in the in the final edit Mm -hmm. of the movie but i think there definitely is a space to make this movie if you want to do that but it definitely needs to be through the black perspective through the black gaze because i think that's kind of circling back to, you know, an earlier thought about the white gaze, I think it is very much so that's why this movie gets made because like it's a safe way to experience these things. And like, that's why every black person is a stereotype because there's no, why, you know, you've got the angry black drug dealer Mm -hmm. kid, you've got the teen mother, you've got the like well-to-do, you know, I'm going to Georgetown, you know, black kid, you've got the jealous, pit like bitter black woman um you know like all of these people are very two-dimensional kind of cookie cutter what you think and then there's sarah who's really not that deep either but like presented as if she's got a lot Mm -hmm. going on because her mother died which you know like 
condolences, but also <laughs> not a personality. Come as on. hard as you try to make it your whole thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, let's let's get into the caucasity of this movie and, and, uh, and I think we have. <laughs> oh yeah. well, you know, we, we'll 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 talk it out. We'll give an official right. ranking. Um, so we've got three levels of caucasity. Our first level is shorts in the winter we are in this in the season it's, it's the happening season. now for real you know we're, we're seeing it we're experiencing it i've seen at least today three oh, to four no. i saw two i saw two going to get bagels yeah. this morning oh god yeah just out in the world and one 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 did have sandals yeah. so you know like it was the it was the double combo um but this level is basically just that's a choice you know like you're you're making a choice it's not hurting yeah. me you know, it's not really interfering in, in my world or what I'm doing, but I'm I'm curious about why I have questions. Uh-huh. What are you trying to prove? <laughs> like, you know, it, it feels questionable, but, you know, all in all, no mm-hmm. harm done, really. Right. Cameron, what's the, the second level one? is th- this movie is touching my hair. Oh, shit. So, so now this movie has invaded your space. This right. movie is now, th- there's a subtle act of violence going on here. Yeah. It's subtle, but it's definitely like invasion, Yep. manifest destiny kind of stuff going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> destiny. That, that colonial. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's also like, it's unwelcome. It's unwelcome. Right. Like we didn't, yeah. we didn't yeah, invite the same. This is, Oof. yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, but you and you're crossing the line for sure. Um, the third level, this varies. We're gonna we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna get into this, but there's there's a few different wow. ones to to look at. So, the two latest examples of Caucasus that mm-hmm. I found, there was just you know earlier this week there was a cartoon in a Spanish newspaper mm-hmm. that was basically like the Omicron variant, <sighs> but like dressed up with big lips and an afro and all this yeah. other stuff or it's just very it's a very racist <laughs> cartoon and uh you know kind of put out there just like yeah let's do it this is it um so that's one and then secondly let me i want to quote this man verbatim <laughs> quote uh, this wild it was shit wild <laughs> so i don't know who this dude is i'm really not too concerned uh with what he's got going on <laughs> Claims to be a professor of political mm-hmm. science. Dubious. I don't know. <laughs> Bruce Gilly on Twitter just a few few short weeks ago had the nerve to once Barbados had become independent. Said thanks to four hundred years of British colonialism, Barbados has the fourth highest human development level in Latin America oh, and the Caribbean. God. It owes massive reparations to Britain for the benefits bestowed on it by oh colonialism. <laughs> I'm so stressed. Instant headache. Oh my god! I want to slap the shit out of this guy. Right. Just lay so, the hand upon th- his cheek. Come outside. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, in, in uh, side talk terms, we outside with it. Yep. <laughs> we outside. Uh, Come on. Yeah. So that's that's the energy that we're yeah. talking about. Oh my god! It's just like you have crossed you crossed all the oh. lines, and it was intentional. You knew it was up. You you, you this was no. You knew what you did. This wasn't an accident. That's the final level. You meant to do this. You meant to do that shit. Yep. And you didn't care. You were proud of it. Like consequences be damned. You thought you were right. Yep. You stood up in it. You were like, I'm dying on this hill. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. 
so where do you think Save the Last Dance ranks in in that? Yeah. Uh, that level. Yeah, I mean, my instinct is to say somewhere between level one and level two, like shorts in winter, um, and touching my hair. It's like it's there. I have questions. I'm like, why? Why did you make these particular decisions? Mm-hmm. Um, it does take up such. It has such a position in kind of mainstream culture that it's like it verges on invading your space because you can't really go without hearing it, at least like not over the span of like a lifetime, at least in Western. Right, right, right. Even just before this, you know, taping this episode, um, I saw that somebody like reenacted the dance, the last dance on TikTok. I don't know if either of you saw this TikTok, I'll send it to you. Oh, I did see that. It was a woman in her back. Bathroom and she in her living room and she did like yep. all the angles too. Oh geez. Yep. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, boy. She did Derek's serious oh, face. Dead, dead <laughs> oh, boy. It was really kind of brilliant. But like it's it's that it's that much a part of the culture that it's like it's a it's a common it's a common enough reference that that type of TikTok can be yeah. you know understood by a mass audience. Right. So it's like it's like reaching for my hair, you know? Mm, yeah. Mm, about yeah. to make contact. I can move <laughs> out of the way, yeah. but the hands will probably be like orbiting around my head like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, I like you? that. I like that you can see the hands coming because that's yeah. what it is a little yeah. bit. Like this movie obviously didn't want it, had the best intentions, right? Yeah. But with its like just wild stereotypes and pervasive just like lack of care, <laughs> it ends up mm-hmm touching my hair it ends up invading my space so like i'm gonna say it unintentionally is touching my hair but i see it coming because i'm not i'm not stupid i'm not you know yeah i'm not you're on the subway and like it lurched forward and they're like they tried to play it off like they're reaching for the pole but like they just like like, they brushed up against it and they're like that's what that feels like you know they got they got what they wanted but i'm still like i see you that was specific are you are you experienced your like you know I mean, it hasn't happened to me but i could definitely i, I could picture that dread so um <laughs> well, i, you, I yeah. know you know the vibes i i, I mean luckily I've, I've managed to like um ward ward the hands off the past couple of years that i've had mm. these so so mm. far so good but yeah <laughs> pray for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i i have to agree that this movie is is touching my hair <laughs> specifically if not only just for those braids that Sarah had like that such a choice (laughs) that was something that somebody decided needed to happen specifically at the end the end of the movie they double down like double down it's like uh she's she's Khaleesi at the end she has more braids (laughs) (laughs) she is she is the breaker of chains Sarah Johnson breaker of chains she's the breaker of rhythm uh she comes in and she's like, because it's like one of those like almost supposed to be like cast after parties. Yeah. Like everybody get on the it, dance floor. It looks floor like it's the last like, day of shooting everybody's and everybody was just like goofing, chilling. Yeah. 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 And she comes on and just does whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I like mean? Two like two step point 0.5. <laughs> 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 and the whole time you're just kind of like. Yeah, you don't have. You know I mean, like, protect her, right? Like, protect, protect the integrity of the film. No. Like, don't let her get out here right. and do 
whatever is happening here. <laughs> she already did that last dance sequence. So like that. Yeah. Was, you just know. watched it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, the, the Derek of it all, <laughs> you know, like that's supposed to be my aspirational that's POV. Avatar, that's who you like, see yourself as. Yeah. Yep. And I, I can't. I can't see it like that dude was really out here just not even simping, yeah. right? But just like really like He took simping to a new level though. Well, he he took it to the level of just immediately mm. like caping for her. I yep. can and will throw all of you away <laughs> including my sister. Yes, yep. he punched Malachi. Well, cuz there's the, the scene where there's the fight, right? And then Sarah gets knocked over, and then he goes to uh, her first, <laughs> yes, specifically to check, to check her on make her, sure she's okay, to make sure yeah, she's right. okay. No. Now, nobody yeah. else, just her. His sister's there. All these other people that he knows are there, and she's the first one that he has to. His check sister on. is a mother. You, like, yeah, you're no. not wrong. You're so correct. But this white girl takes precedence. He's not. Like, oh my God, Sarah, Sarah, like, are you are you are you feigned? Are you okay? Yep, yep. Are you ill? <laughs> so that's all, you know, like I black women very rightfully have all kinds of problems right. with this yes. movie, but like there's not a lot for black men in this yeah. either unless you are want to be Derek, yeah. I guess, Let. for some reason. <laughs> or Snooky. <laughs> or Snooky. But yeah, I think there's so much of it that's just like sure on the one hand throwaway teen movie like you know, expectations can't be super high for it. But like you were saying, this is a movie that has a cultural staying mm-hmm. power that like it it continues to exist. There was some scary movie where they were like referencing it. Oh, yeah. Like it's one of those things that just they made, like they made one called Dance can- Flick. Oh with uh <laughs> young Wayans in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because they keep they keep bringing it up as just kind of like uh, this this kind of really is what started it all, right? After this, we get Step Up and all the other movies, and you know we get uh, you got served, which is oh, just a whole yeah. other situation. Yeah. But like, you know, that was ours. That was the yeah, one we were supposed yeah. to get. But um, Steve Harvey, yeah, I think you this got movie. Served, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're gonna talk after we go off because I have a story about Steve Harvey yeah. that it's not that it's not for this podcast, but it's, it has nothing to do with what okay, we're talking about. Um, so, I want that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I think, you know, definitely, definitely a touching my hair mm. situation with all that said, is there any movies that you would recommend for people mm. to watch instead of save the last dance? Mm-hmm. Is there any, it could be dance related, but it could also not, it could just be, you know, a black film, or a film, you know, starring, censoring people of color that you like, that you feel like people should check out? Ooh, I'm, like, trying to remember what I've been watching lately. Um, hmm. Huh. You know what? It's not a film, but I just started watching Queens, the new show. Oh, yeah. Eve, Naturi Naughton, and then a random white Latina woman, which, you know, we could have a whole, whole other episode about that. Although the show kind of seems mm. self-conscious about that. But anyway, um, it's another of these shows that really tries to harness the power of like live Black music performance and does so in a way that is really enjoyable to watch. 
um, both like these like um, scenes where the women who are this, they're meant to be these like um, women in their forties who used to be in this powerful rap group, right? Um, you know, broke up, went their separate ways and are now like reuniting. Um, and there's these scenes of them like playing huge concert stages, but then there's also, you know, in the episode I just watched, like a rap battle scene between Brandy and Eve that's amazing. Ooh. Never knew that I would that I needed Brandy to rap into the mic and mm. and you mm. know put the bass in her voice and Ooh, uh, okay. talk talk shit at Eve, you know, but it gave me everything, right? Um so that kind of that kind of um, representation of um, a kind of intra-communal black music culture and black music experience, I think, um, is not only an antidote to the save the last dance of the world, <laughs> but like valuable in its own right, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's For also sure. a show that actually, you know, I mentioned there's this white Latina character who's included, and they actually kind of talk about. They haven't said it explicitly yet, but they kind of hint at the fact that like she's needed in the group because that's what's going to make them a crossover act. That's what's going to really make them popular. So she's a strategic, mm. like her, both her um, character, both her being included in the group as a character and the casting of this actress. I think the show kind of acknowledges that it's strategic. It's not just because it's inherently like. Um, we, like that rap needs to be inherently inclusive of like mm, not black mm. people specifically white people right so so yeah i'm yeah. already i'm already a fan i would say go watch queens wow mm -hmm. yeah. my mom watches it she loves it yeah it's like it's like an auntie show i'm like a you know auntie in the yeah. making so <laughs> <laughs> claim it claim it yes well i'll go next i would i would be remiss as the you know the the Baltimorean here. You know, Karen, you're from Baltimore, but I'm I'm the one living right. here now, and so I I should have to put on uh, for a movie that came out last year that I really like. I don't know if any of you have seen Dark City Beneath the Beat, mm -mm. Uh, which is a documentary about Baltimore club music. It's like a it's like a documentary slash performance mm -hmm. film. I love where story. they're kind of going around the city. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, they're kind of going around the city and like doing you know interviews and talking with people but also like there's just you know filmed like choreographed performance pieces throughout and then like music that's kind of uh like narrative driven mm. right and so there's a lot of it that's like it kind of just breaks out into like yeah these kind of like set pieces like for cameron you know like they have a thing they shot in front of lexington market okay. and they have a thing mm. that they shot you know, downtown in the harbor and like other parts of the city. So it's by TT the artist, who's a yeah. Baltimore, you know, club music, uh, you know, producer mm -hmm. and artist. And you know, I think again for something that's really like speaking to what dance means, not just in the black community, mm -hmm. but like for cities and cultures mm -hmm. and like what that speaks to about cultural identity and city okay. identity, I mean and just like the pride that you know people feel about coming from a place like this is our music this is how we dance this is how we express ourselves mm -hmm. so i think it's it's one of those that like if you're if you're from baltimore you watch it and you'll be like oh yeah like not only do i know do they, that place do they but talk like, to K-Swift? uh they i don't think they do but they talk to you know people who were around uh -huh. k-swift and like speak to you know people who are like very instrumental in the 
Baltimore, like the club music, like origins. it's such a specific sound. Um, I love it too. I used to go to sleep to it, really which is, is not. Wow. You wouldn't yeah. think you go to sleep, but it's like they would play it at like ten thirty or whatever, and I'd play it. Yeah. On, play it on the radio. Um, yeah, I mean, being from the DMV, we've got club music yeah, and we've go-go, got go-go, yeah. which are like two very specific. Like, if you know, yeah. you know. If you grew up with it, you're, you're like, right. yeah, <laughs> let's get into that. If you've never heard it before, you're just like, what is this? Well, nuts? <laughs> like, what? Is- what are y'all doing? Well, go-go specifically <laughs> definitely can sound like yeah. noise to the untrained ear. For sure. I will say when uh, WAP uh, came out, I was like, oh, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> the, the sample on WAP is, about a, to get... is a Baltimore Club Jam. Oh, got you. Yeah, and I'm sure it got returned out into like another Club uh-huh. Jam. So, But that's my that's my pick. That's Cam, do you have a, a pick? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. You got served. <laughs> Go watch. You got served. Starring Steve Harvey. Um, <laughs> no, I was thinking like I'm thinking like young black romance. So I'm thinking like the Inkwell maybe. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, if are you familiar with this movie? No, tell me. Uh, this is uh, I think it's Lorenz Tate and Jada Pinkett. Of course, wow. of course, it's Lorenz. Yeah, in '94, and uh, I think it's. I haven't seen this in such a long time, but I remember a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that Lorenz Tate is going up to Martha's Vineyard for the summer and he meets mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett and stuff happens. Uh-huh. Uh, but like young, young black ro- romance for young black romance's sake, you know, yes. not not for anybody else. And the Inkwell is the community in Martha's Vineyard that they live in and that's very you know historically cultural um so i'm looking at this cast this it's a, a wild ass cast though yeah go ahead and rattle some off <laughs> i mean there's Lorenz tate there's joe morton uh there's suzanne douglas yes. there's glenn turman r.i.p suzanne douglas uh, who just died this year oh. yeah mary, mary alice. alice who's like that person like she's that old black yep. lady you've seen in every single thing you've ever seen gotcha yeah, Morris Chestnut, Dwayne yeah, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, black actors. Yeah, black actors. Drop, drop uh, one for it. I meant to get. I meant uh, to yeah, give it for Fredro. Act- I meant to give it for Fredro. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is this is for every. Well, I don't know. I don't want to say everybody, but Derek, because that feels harsh. Mm-hmm. But this is this is specifically for Kerry <laughs> Washington. Yeah. Fredro. And Derek can Derek can get a little bit. Of that too, <laughs> So yeah, my my suggestion is the inkwell. Um, nice. Well, Afanya, we've we've come this yes, far. We have. Yes. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate you, you know, being here with us and breaking this down with us. But as we get ready to transition out, let everybody know what you've got going yeah. on. Obviously, you know, the film mm-hmm. is coming. Uh, so excited about mm-hmm. that. But tell everybody where they can keep up with you, where they can find your work and what you've got coming up. Yeah. So, yeah. So the film is coming to a festival near you um, starting in early 2021. So just keep an eye out. I'm also going to be posting about the film and my other projects um, on my website and my social media. Um, everything is Ifania Wache. Um, at ifanyawache, ifanyawache.com. Um, and I think maybe we could put my name in the show notes so people can people can figure out how it's spelled oh, yeah, that yeah. way. Yes. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, but yeah, um, keep up with me there. For awesome. sure. 
Cam, what do you what do you have going um, on? I I got new movie just dropped a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I I just did a movie called Fernie and Luca. It's kind of like a little bit like a brown mumblecore romance movie, a little bit. And that, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 I'm, I'm a stand for like anything that's just like black people and brown people existing, mm-hmm. just like doing their thing and not necessarily for white people, just like, period. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool with the black version of something. I'm mm-hmm. cool with that existing because, yeah, we don't get to see ourselves in like normal situations, just like going to a pizza shop and meeting somebody nice, you know? because mm-hmm. that and, and that happens to us and i think that needs to be like the mediocrity of our lives in yeah. a way is mm-hmm. fucking explosive <laughs> yeah so i got that and that just dropped at the indie memphis film festival Ooh. and nice. hopefully come into a film festival near you hopefully i'll see you on the circuit maybe exactly yeah. let's get yeah. distance hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I am just continuing to work on this comic yeah, stuff. Yep. So, you know, stuff is, is happening. Pitches and things are coming yes. together. Uh, news might be coming soon. So when this, when this is out, you know, we'll see what, what the news mm-hmm. is, but, um, you know, if you want to see more of that, you can go to jclarkcomics.squarespace.com. See all that stuff. Um, but Cam, you, where can people find you on Twitter? Oh, you yes. Can, can <laughs> Sorry. There. I am the blipster. 1138 yeah on twitter and ig and my facebook just got hacked so it gave me a reason to get rid of it uh <laughs> yeah get that out of here so yeah the blipster 1138 find me on ig and twitter nice yeah and i'm on twitter and instagram at jrsosa18 jrsosa18 you can find the show on twitter at white underscore pod uh where we'll be just posting you know more behind the scenes stuff about all these movies and you can keep up with uh, a lot of the different things that we have going on. Hopefully, fingers crossed, live shows sometime yes, yes. in the future, and you know, merch some point in the We're future. Working on all that, like all that. So we'll keep y'all posted. Um, you know, if you want to hit us up, you can reach us at uh, white people won't save you pod at gmail.com. But that's going to do it for us this week. We'll catch you next week for more of this just wild caucasity. <laughs> all right. Peace. Bye. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved.